Salutations! Welcome to Podmortem. I'm Travis Hunter, joined as always by my co-host, my sister, and my brother-in-law. Hi, I'm Renee Hunter-Vasquez. Hi, I'm John Paul Vasquez. This week, we're broadcasting live from a vampire hotel discussing the 1987 comedy horror film, The Lost Boys. This film was directed by Joel Schumacher from a screenplay by Janice Fisher, James Jeremias, and Jeffrey Bohm. Starring a veritable who's who of the 1980s, The Lost Boys combines elements of humor and horror in a coming-of-age tale of teenage vampirism. With interesting cinematography and set pieces, an inspired score and soundtrack, and committed performances from its young cast, this film would go on to achieve critical and box office success, as well as become a defining film for many fans of the genre. This film was recommended to us by friends of the show, Henry Florsheim, Eggie, Allison O'Neill, Pancake the Panda, and Lee. We'd like to thank you all for your continued support of the show, as well as this suggestion. So, The Lost Boys, what were your first impressions on the film? I absolutely love this movie. I- <laughs> <laughs> uh, this, this is also a large staple of my childhood. Uh-huh. Your sisters heard me quote this movie just randomly, just... Uh, All this, the time. Yeah, the, this movie's good. I I love this movie from beginning to end. I know there's some, you know what I mean, some problems or whatever. And yeah. It's not a perfect movie, but for the amount of times I've seen this this movie, I I mean, it's perfect to me. I appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. I had never, and like I'm waiting for tomatoes to be thrown at me. <laughs> I'd never seen this the whole way through before we covered it, or I never sat and paid attention the whole way through. I think I talked about it on Talk Mortem when I was getting the last tattoo that I mm. got. Um, if you are in or around San Angelo, Jelly at the Surly Skull is 10 out of 10. The but best. anyway, absolutely uh, the best. best. The last tattoo that I got from her, she was like, do you want to watch The Lost Boys? And I was like, hell yeah. And so she put it on. But I was a little distracted. And also we were talking over it. So like I was watching it, but I wasn't fully watching it. <laughs> I love how down you were for a movie you've never seen. Like, Absolutely. <laughs> Fuck yeah, I want to watch The Lost Boys. <laughs> so, um, I mean, it was a it was a good experience yeah. watching it, but I, I wasn't like fully tuned in and right, focused. Right. Uh I liked what I saw. Mm-hmm. I saw um, a very oily man playing a song. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, this is fucking nuts, but yeah. I'm in. Um, no, th- this is so much fun. I think that, and I know this is like cult classic status right. and it's so beloved. I mean, the list of requests that we had for it shows mm-hmm. that alone, but I don't think I expected it to be so funny. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that it was going to be a darker like vampire like this shit is silly a lot of the time not in a bad way because i feel like there's a really good balance to like this like teen comedy but also vampires you know what i mean like it's (laughs) like it's a really really good balance i had a lot of fun i really really liked it and there are these movies like a lot of the times 80s movies where if you didn't see them when you were younger Mm. i worry that they're not really gonna hold up but I feel like I would like it more if I had watched it as a kid, but not having seen it as a kid also doesn't hurt liking it for no, me, right, right. if not that makes sense. It's odd because the fashion is very dated. It's, yeah. gr- it's, it's great. great. <laughs> it's great. But I feel like the film holds up for being... So dated. Yeah. yeah. It surprised me. What is it? 45 years old now? Jesus Christ. That's not right. 
35 years old. <laughs> Math. Yeah, I was yeah. like, hold on. Yeah. I, I was born two years later. <laughs> it's what, um, like 60 years old? <laughs> I, it's math in the morning is not my friend. Math in the morning. Math in the morning. <laughs> sounds like a radio show. Little fart at <laughs> um, And we'll get to a little fart later. <laughs> Another um, talk mortem reference. Yes. It's interesting that you said about it being funny and scary. Mm. Yeah. I listened to the commentary track and Joel Schumacher was saying that I guess it must have been the time where comedy horror was finally starting to make sense right because he said even the studio was like i don't understand this <laughs> at all <laughs> and it's nuts because it it does have those notes i will say comedy horror versus horror comedy for this yeah but yeah. i think that there are some really surprisingly gruesome moments yeah mm-hmm. that shocked me because i've been i've been laughing at Corey Haim for 45 yeah. minutes exactly <laughs> and it's it's funny that you say that because i had read something where he said that the studio was like you need to pick one you can make them laugh or you can scare them. That's nuts. <laughs> and he's like, watch this. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I had only seen this film once before. Yeah. Me and I watched it with dad. I think I was like a teenager. Mm-hmm. So it was honestly the perfect time for me to yeah, watch it. Yeah. yeah. But I, for some reason, never watched it since. I do remember watching it and thinking like, man, being a teenage vampire, that seems pretty, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> seems pretty cool. I'm yeah. kind of into it. Yeah. Everybody seemed to be having a good time. You get a oh, yeah. free motorcycle or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the fact that I hadn't seen it in so long, I forgot like the twist. Right. That shocked me. I yeah, was like, no, that was good. What was his name on? I still know what you did last summer. He's like, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? That was I, me. <laughs> I have to say, <laughs> and John Paul can attest to this, huh. since we recorded that episode, I've not stopped saying what the hell for everything. Well, it fits too well. Like, too, too well. Uh, I think what I like about it is that, first of all, they really really pay respect to the vampire lore oh yeah yeah and a lot of movies break their own rules and this one there's only one rule that's broken that's a little uh (laughs) but everything else it's like you guys wanted to yeah you know right really respectfully um capture the vampire myth and change it to do things in your own way that work for the film right so i was really impressed by that i really think it's just absolute 80s like awesomeness gold mm. yeah it, in my mind it almost puts me in the mind of like the breakfast club level time capsule right right uh i really enjoyed it i will say that there are some strange motivations for some of the characters um, <laughs> <laughs> and there's there's one character that i feel like just flat out doesn't make a lot of sense <laughs> i wonder if we're thinking the same thing because i told john paul this morning i was like i don't get that yeah, I, I got all and it's so weird because i'm like what we'll talk we'll talk yeah. but um i as i said i listened to the commentary I read an article from IndieWire and I was learning about this film and it blew my mind uh-huh. to learn that the original script written by James Jeremias and Janice Fisher was originally G-rated. Really? Well, it was, they were like 13. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Frog Brothers were eight-year-old Cub Scouts. Yeah. Like that's, that's <laughs> so, what they I were mean, going you for. You talk about this like time capsule moment in time. If these were, I mean, like it worked for Stand By Me. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Yes. That's a different kind of, it would not have worked. I don't no, think. No, not at all. Them being that young, like I, I, I need Breakfast Club aged teen. Yeah. Like that's, I, that's what I need. And speaking to that 80s, like kids, family friendly situation, right. yeah. it was going to be directed by Richard Donner, who did, uh, not Gremlins, 
Watch out. <laughs> Watch out. <laughs> the, the Goonies. Watch out. <laughs> Watch out. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm doing anymore. Which was another one that the young kids worked. Right. You know yes. what I mean? Yeah, but that is a different kind of movie. Yeah. yeah and not what this is. A completely different vibe. Yeah. And it's funny to me because he left because he wanted to do something more adult and he decided to go make Lethal Weapon instead. <laughs> All right. That's and a, then yeah, that, <laughs> that's a one way. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's a turn. Uh, but then that's when Schumacher comes in. And it's funny because the film he just came off of was produced by Donner's wife. And all so right. there's okay, a big yeah. like connection between yeah, all these yeah. people. But he joins and Mary Lambert was attached between them. Yeah. And she goes on to do Pet Cemetery, So mm-hmm. she does well. Don't yeah. worry. Don't, Don't worry, worry about, about Mary Lambert. <laughs> <laughs> But he, I think it was St. Elmo's Fire that Schumacher did. And he brings in Jeffrey Bohm to rewrite the script mm. because he wants it more adult before he signs on, which is funny because that's why Donner left. But yeah. right. it's just <laughs> weird. But Schumacher said that he was glad for a more adult script because, and I think we can all attest to this, vampires are kind of sexy. Like, no, they're, yeah, they're I, super. And I've, I've read in researching for this that a lot of people credit this film with making vampires sexy but i don't think that they remember how much uh dracula was fucking yeah <laughs> he was like, he, they've always yeah, been he had, like three wives yeah, yeah he did. Like, and we established in dracula episode 85 um dracula fucks yes, we, we, we established that so i mean like yeah y'all they were you know whatever but yeah. they've always been vampires it, have always been that's hot. kind right, of been right. their thing and it's funny to me because fucking schumacher first of all i rest in peace joel schumacher he passed away a couple years ago but listening to him on commentary was an absolute treat because <laughs> he just seems like the coolest character ever yeah. but he said some very <laughs> funny things because he was agreeing with you nay not personally <laughs> <laughs> that'd be like, great in a, <laughs> in a couple years i think a lady will say some things <laughs> But um, he had said that Dracula to him, he goes, it's really just an allegory for oral sex. Yeah. I was like, oh. Yeah. And I, I, at first I was like, Joel. <laughs> but then I was like, oh. <laughs> I'm a little speechless because I, I can't never, find the fun. <laughs> no, I never once thought about that. Yeah. It's like, wait, so what's, what's the blood? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Now, before we stake this film in the heart, we would like to issue a warning for spoilers. Podmortem is a very in-depth podcast, and in thoroughly discussing horror films, we have no choice but to spoil a thing or two. If you don't wish to be spoiled, please go watch the film, then come back and enjoy the show. If you've already seen the film or don't care about spoilers, let's feed. So the film begins at night, gliding over waters and lifting to show the lights and attractions of the Santa Carla boardwalk. Cry Little Sister by Gerard McCann plays in the background, and we get the title, The Lost Boys. I was hoping you would mention the song. Yeah. Hell yes, <laughs> I'm already the song. starting <laughs> off with the banger. <laughs> yes. It's a fucking bop. Yes. I was like, this is the greatest, like, <laughs> this Dude, is so fucking good. I, I'm hard pressed to think of a better original song. <laughs> uh, Warm Side of the Door. All right, well, yeah, all right. <laughs> uh, also, also The Wicker Man. That's yeah. not. I'm already telling myself not to get carried away. Summer else, summer else, summer else. Summer else, summer Yeah, no, we can't say that it's the best no. because we've talked about some really great right. ones, but goddamn, it's yeah. in the top three. Okay, for my money, it's one of the best. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. And I, I, to be completely honest, I have had it stuck in my head for the past like week and a half. Literally. Yeah. It is so goddamn good. 
Um, I did want to talk about the Santa Carla boardwalk. All right. Because this was filmed on the Santa Cruz boardwalk. Yeah. Right. If you recall in Us, mm-hmm. they mentioned it. They were like, I think they're filming something over there. Yeah. They were talking about the Lost Boys. Yeah. Which is really cool. That is really cool. But um, they actually said on commentary that they weren't allowed to call it the Santa Cruz boardwalk because the city forbade them from doing it because of the content of the film. They're like, this is a family boardwalk. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I <laughs> and then those vampires yeah, are pretty right? sexy. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was because of that them consistently calling it the murder capital of the world too. Uh, that doesn't okay. hurt. Yeah, but that might. At, I mean, yeah. at one point it was it kind of was Santa Cruz. Was it really? Because well. John Lindley Frazier, Ed Kemper, and Herbert Mullen Holy were all oh, operating wow. at the same at, at the same time. Within like, I think it was a thirty month stretch. Over twenty people were murdered by oh, them. Shit. So like, I mean, it, it was yeah. Uh, you know, let's be honest. Right. You should just call it Santa Cruz. <laughs> yeah. That's scarier than the fucking vampire. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm just saying. I'll take a vampire. <laughs> I know what they're about at least. <laughs> But through the fog and among the people gathered around and riding a carousel, David Powers, played by Kiefer Sutherland, walks between the horses. With a smirk, he is followed by Dwayne, played by Billy Worth, Paul, played by Brooke MacArthur, and Marco, played by Alex Winter. Real quick, Hmm. Alex Winter, Bill and Ted. There you go. Love the guy. He's also in another movie that I'm... Uh, gonna make your sister watch called Freaked. Love that movie, Lala. Gonna Thank you for uh, <laughs> sending me the DVD of it. The <laughs> the idea of making her watch it makes me think she's not gonna <laughs> probably <laughs> really not. enjoy it. I, love it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I will say that all of these boys they look like around you know 2022. Yeah, and they are except Alex Winter. Who I could, I was like, is this kid 12? Yeah. But he was 21 when they filmed this. He looks yeah. very young. I was like, he's, he's the littlest vampire. <laughs> <laughs> I I did hear on commentary that Kiefer Sutherland, and this is what I love about, or loved anyway, about the film industry in the past. Right. He was in a film that his scenes were cut, but then he appeared in the background towards the end of the film with no lines. Uh-huh. Joel Schumacher is watching that film in the theater and he goes, who's that kid? That's how he got cast in this. Oh, wow. That's literally, oh, yeah. like, yeah. you hear stories like that in, like, Marilyn Monroe. Yes. That's why I was, like, positive. I was like, yeah. I'm just going to be walking down the street one day and somebody's going to be like, hey, hey kid. <laughs> <laughs> you want to be in a movie? Yeah. <laughs> I was positive. It's like, you're reputable, right? I'm, yeah. st- <laughs> I'm still waiting. <laughs> hey, we got our fingers crossed. We used right. to walk through the mall thinking we'd be discovered. Yeah. For sure. Like, we're going to wear our greatest band we t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> we still might right? yeah, I used knows. to walk through the mall wondering if I was going to be discovered but usually it was because I stole something no. <laughs> <laughs> it's like walk faster walk faster <laughs> that's different but as they walk by David notices Shelly played by Nori Morgan seated on one of the rides with her boyfriend Greg played by Alexander Backen Chapman David caresses her face with a gloved hand and Greg lunges for him this was so weird yeah. <laughs> Don't do that. No. It's so fucking weird. No established relationship. But very unfazed, David just grabs Greg by the face and they stare each other down until David is pulled away by a security guard played by Jay Dinan Mertitas. The guard reminds David that he's already told him in the past that he's lost his boardwalk privileges. I love how he's just like, get out like, yeah. he wasn't even, like mad he's like you know what it's <laughs> well, well there's a little gang of them yeah. like, they've got history yeah but david just assembles his crew to leave after staring down the guard after they leave the guard kicks greg off too i didn't feel like greg needed to be kicked off 
you know, in all fairness, that, yeah. yeah. See, that's. The, I mean, what did you expect him yeah, to do? That's the both sides bullshit. Yeah. yeah. Like they tell you not to fight back in school when you yeah. get into a fight. Mm-mm. It's like, no, he was fucking around. Yeah. David deserved what he got. To yeah. lay down. Like, yeah. I mean, I didn't feel like he should be kicked off. No, I will say very oddly in the script, him, Greg, and his gang are referred to as the surf Nazis. Really? Yeah. Fuck? Maybe he does deserve it. Yeah. <laughs> fuck you, Greg. <laughs> Get off the fucking boardwalk, yeah. Greg. Yeah. I but I didn't get any. I got more Doctor Strange vibes from his <laughs> <laughs> from his hair. <laughs> but I guess they didn't know that yet. Although there is a lot of comic shit in this movie. There yeah. is. There is. They could have called them the Stranges. I don't know. <laughs> the Strangers. The Strangers. Yeah. The Strangers. <laughs> but later on, we see the boardwalk closing for the night. Lights shutting off and empty of people. The security guard walks to his car in the parking lot, and in a POV shot from overhead, we hear laughter as the guard is swooped down upon from above. He screams in fright, running faster to his car and grabbing for the driver's side door. When he can't seem to open it, sounds of cheering are heard before he is pulled up into the sky, taking the dislodged car door with him with an even louder scream. He had a fucking death grip on that thing. <laughs> he did. did. I don't even know how you it do was that. Fine. Um, <laughs> sorry to this man it's, yeah. it's not fair because he was literally doing his job he was and so this is i mean this is in the first few minutes yeah uh-huh. already i'm like y'all are petty as fuck yeah and it only gets pettier <laughs> well, like it only gets pettier this is an incredibly petty murder yeah yeah i mean and he was it, you've it's already not been like, told you're harassing this woman yeah, but you're you inciting didn't have to tell a fight in front of everybody <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah we know yeah. pull me yeah. to the side yeah, yeah. You know, honestly, I think don't embarrass me. The only way this murder would have been justified is if the guard had like high fived Greg after, <laughs> right? Yeah, or Greg slips him a five. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he also kicked Greg off, and yeah. he didn't even yell at them. This is the so most like- fair security guard ever, <laughs> and he dies for it. That's that's fantastic. I did enjoy the cinematography of this section. Schumacher had said on commentary that they, because of the budget had to do a lot of suggestions mm-hmm. as opposed to showing. Right. Okay. And I think that obviously that feeds into the Hitchcock's idea, you know, theater of the mind. Yeah. 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 And I think it works for the film because I don't want to see what is happening yet. Yeah. Because then it's ruined. Mm. Yeah. But I did want to call out the cinematographer of this film because it's very surprising that he would work on this film. Right. Considering his credits. He's a guy called Michael Chapman and... He, firstly, because we covered it somewhat recently, he was a camera operator on Jaws. Oh, sure. But then, listen to this filmography. He was the director of photography on Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Okay. Taxi Driver. All right. Holy shit. Raging Bull. Hey. And Space Jam. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah. All right. The cherry on (laughs) (laughs) top. But the next day, the camera glides over waters once again, hovering above a car dragging a U-Haul trailer. Lucy Emerson, played by Diane Wiest, is driving the car with her son Sam Emerson, played by Corey Haim, riding passenger, and her older son Michael Emerson, played by Jason Patrick, in the back seat. Don't worry if you forget Michael's name because it said every <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> every 15 seconds in this yes. film. Sometimes um, <laughs> echoed. <laughs> Diane Wiest. Yeah. Um, she's just like the quintessential mom. Like yeah. she's she's so like I think of her in Edward Scissorhands. Uh-huh. Like she's so good in these roles of just the sweet. Yeah. But like she seems so nice. She seems and they had said that she was like the kindest person ever. Oh, I, I bet. I, yeah, yeah. Wouldn't I that bet. suck if she was a total asshole? That like, would really. That yeah. Yeah. so disappointing i would be very upset they said that they thought that she was going to say no when they asked her to do this role because she had just won an oscar 
for Hannah and her sisters. And they're like, she's not going to want yeah. She's like, yeah, of course. <laughs> That's she's great. again. So yeah. nice. That's great. And I learned recently that Jason Patrick is Jason Miller's son. Who is Father Karras in The Exorcist? Oh, yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah, I did not know yeah, that. Yeah, I did read that sometime back, too, and I was like, oh, shit. Isn't that nuts? Yeah. I, I never knew that. That's crazy. The funny thing is that when you look at him after knowing that, you, you see, can yeah, see it. You can yeah. see it. But I love this like establishment of this new kid in town set up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, this is the first uh, two Corys film yeah. Film. Yeah. yeah which i mean is the beginning of an era oh, yeah start of something big yeah and shout out to Corey feldman because i was thinking when we were um talking up at the top about like these coming of age films with this and stand by mm-hmm. me yeah and um gremlins yeah he's in all of them yeah, <laughs> yeah. Dude, there was <laughs> so a clip was like, where he yeah. was just like yeah he's in everything he was in one of the friday the 13th movies mm-hmm. like dude dude was busy. yeah yeah and uh Kiefer Sutherland was also in. St- I feel like yeah. Stand by Me is just like a perfect film. I love it. No, it's so a great much. film. And um, I think isn't it? Is it Richard Dreyfuss that narrates Stand by Me? Which we're going oh back my to Jaws. God. Yeah, that's nuts. No. <laughs> Why is everyone connected? Dude, to everything? I know every film we cover holds hands. Yeah. <laughs> was Kevin Bacon in that? <laughs> oh, and Goonies! Yeah. Holy shit! Yeah, I made that mistake yeah. earlier. Yeah, no, he's watch, out, yeah. watch out! Watch <laughs> out! Watch out! But also in the back seat is Nanook, an Alaskan Malamute played by Cody. Aww. Yeah, he gets the credit. He only has one name. He's like Madonna. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty cool. He only needs one. It's a beautiful dog. I will say I do remember that whenever, I think it was when we came to visit in 96. Yeah. And we went to Dallas. We came from Germany. Mm-hmm. Um, Dad won like a giant stuffed, I guess, Alaskan Malamute. I always thought it was Alaskan Husky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I really don't know the difference. I'm um, sorry to every vet listening. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say that whenever they got it and dad wanted for her, they named it Nanook. Yeah. And I wonder if that, because dad showed me the Lost Boys. It had to be, because John Paul was like, it's so weird to me that you didn't watch this growing up. And I was like, why? He's like, your mom has that dog, Nanook. I yeah. was like, oh, Holy fuck. Shit. Yeah, I, I <laughs> always <laughs> thought that that was yeah. something you guys knew because- I was like, that had when, to be where they got it from. I remember when we used to watch movies early on when me and your sister were dating, we would watch movies at your parents' house in the back. Yeah, yeah. And then I had heard your mom say that and your sister was like, oh, Nanook or whatever. And I was like, oh, they like the Lost Boys. Cool. <laughs> and then, you know, when we like, were doing for this, she was like, what the fuck are you talking He's about? Like, I was like, what? I never read Peter Pan. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> But the Emersons jokingly bicker over the songs on the radio as they arrive in Santa Carla. Sam complains about the smell, but Lucy tells them that it's just the ocean air. A bright road sign welcomes them to Santa Carla, but on the back of the sign, Michael notices that someone has painted the words, Murder Capital of the World. I know that we've talked about that a little bit, (laughs) but I did want to say that not really remembering where Ed Kemper and them were active. Yeah. I thought originally I was like, this is pretty good foreshadowing Mm -hmm. because you have that bright sign. And then on the back of it, you have this like CD, you know, which is almost like, you know, the myth of being a vampire. Yeah. Not only that, but even the, um, like the dichotomy of the boardwalk Mm -hmm. that we're going to see a lot where it's like bright lights and fun, but like, at Underneath. night. Yeah. Hold yeah. On. yeah. You know, I can't think of a boardwalk without thinking of Tony Soprano getting punched in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Under the boardwalk. He should have stopped singing. Uh, no, yeah. he, he, he went well, too he, far. Yeah, he earned that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if you lived in a place like that, would the boardwalk ever get bored? Like, would you ever get sick of it? I think you would. Probably. You'd probably yeah. get sick of the tourists, too. 
that oh, yeah. okay yeah i get you know that. Yeah. I, i'm like that would be so fun but i'm like for how long would it be yeah, fun? yeah. but when you become a local you're like these motherfuckers yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but lucy tells her boys that she knows things have been weird for them lately but she thinks that they'll enjoy living here a cover of People Are Strange, performed by Echo and the Bunnymen, begins to play as we survey various townsfolk and boardwalk rides. This cover is really good. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I think it's really good, not just because Echo and the Bunnymen, but it was produced by and features Ray Manzarek of The Doors. Oh, wow. Well, you know, that'll, right. that'll do it. Yeah. That'll He's like, He's no, like no, I no, remember no, this. Yeah, yeah. Don't, <laughs> don't do it like that. I do can it like help this. you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's funny because they said that this film got a lot of really great music mm-hmm. in it, and it does. Yeah. It's probably one of the better soundtracks of the 80s. Yeah, it's really good. In my mind. But they got all these great people because Joel Schumacher said that he promised to direct music videos for them after the fact. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So it was like did, a deal. And he did? Yeah, yeah he yeah. did. That's really good cool. Good shit. This whole little thing, this is childhood. Anytime this yeah. would come on TNT, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch this. Anytime it was just on whatever, because we had the Scrambler, the cable box, <laughs> showed us all the yeah, good yeah. channels, uh, let's watch it. You know what I mean? I feel like, and there is an atmosphere to this film that I f- really, really understand why it is that staple. Yeah. Because it has that air of like, damn, I really, really would have preferred to have watched this when I was a kid. Yeah. Because <laughs> it would have stuck. Oh, yeah. I did want to point out one of the locals who looks exactly like David Cross. Did anybody else? <laughs> <laughs> anybody else see that guy? But it looks like now David Cross. So yeah. it's weird. <laughs> he went back. That's, oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> <laughs> but you get the 80s goths, surfer folks, a lady kisses a rat on the mouth. You know, a normal town, basically. Mm-hmm. But we also see several missing persons posters. But then we go right back to the fun of the boardwalk, which again, it's that. Yeah, the duality. Yeah. yeah. There was a lot of missing mm-hmm. persons posters. Why is... Th- I, dude, if I'm moving to this town, I'm worried. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, Why that, are so many people... <laughs> yeah. But Sam, having seen the amusement park on the boardwalk, rushes back to his mother to tell her about it. Lucy then notices two runaways, played by Sandra E. Garcia and Ian Gwinden, scrounging for food in a nearby dumpster and gives Sam some money to give them so they can eat properly. See, I mean, yeah. she's just no. so sweet. Like, they're a cinnamon roll of a person. Yes, you, yes. Nay says, which pure I don't understand. Pure cinnamon roll. Now, does that... I don't, I don't get it. I, don't, I just don't understand the cinnamon it's roll thing. It's just purity. I do love cinnamon rolls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But Michael asks a nearby man if there's any work in the area, and he just tells him nothing legal. Oh, all right. Yeah. yeah. Which is not true. Yeah, it's not. No and we'll, we'll find out very, very quickly. Soon, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. And all these fucking booths, I'm like, Michael can't be like the ring toss guy. Yeah, right? No shit, right? <laughs> really? He's like, no, we only sell crack here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Even on the carousel. Even, yeah. <laughs> that's it, that's, that's right. the only thing it's there for. Right, you gotta <laughs> buy one crack before you get on. <laughs> but the Emersons continue driving, and we're treated to a wider variety of townsfolk as the montage continues, but also way more missing persons posters. I will say, like you were saying earlier, if you don't get snatched, this place seems pretty cool. Yeah. If you don't get snatched. If you don't get snatched. Yeah. yeah. That's a very big, a big if. qualifier. <laughs> But the family arrives at a decent-sized house with a very cluttered yard. Michael trails behind the family car on a motorcycle. I guess he got tired of his mom's music or whatever. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's like, you were just in the backseat. Yeah. But she settled on People Are Strange. So yeah, like, honestly. Uh, yeah, why are you mad? She settled on a version of People Are Strange that didn't exist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
But we see a ton of sculptures as well as animal pelts, but also a motionless body lying prone on the porch. The boys look concerned, but Lucy approaches the body without worry or hesitation. The boys assume that he's dead, but Lucy says that he's just a deep sleeper. Sam asks if they can go back to Phoenix if he's actually dead. (laughs) (laughs) Which I, uh, look, I got to say, there are like three times in this movie where Sam tells somebody else, that's not funny. (laughs) But you can crack these fucking jokes? (laughs) Like, are you kidding me, Sam? But just then, Grandpa, played by Barnard Hughes, wakes up, impressed by his own ability to play dead. Um, so uh, right off the bat, I'm like, okay, so grandpa's very quirky. Yeah. Um, how long was he lying there? Because they, they stopped <laughs> yeah, at the boardwalk, yeah. they fucked around, they bought food. Like he's, he's just laying there I for the better that. part of the day. It's like they're 45 <laughs> minutes late. <laughs> <laughs> but I would have broken character when Sam said that. I'd be yeah. like, listen, you little shit. Yeah. Yeah. You I'm don't have stay to here. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to fucking thank you. They're out there like, living country fabulous, man. <laughs> see that land he's got? It's pretty good. Yeah. They're like, well, Grandpa's dead. Let's yeah, go. Fuck yeah, out of here. Fuck this place. Yeah. Phoenix it is. <laughs> we'll rise again. But <laughs> Grandpa gives Lucy, his daughter, a hug as the boys look on. The boys look so serious for what is really just an innocent prank. They're like, yeah, this is our grandpa. They don't want to be here. Yeah, but I mean, he seems cool. He makes jokes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they head inside. The house filled with tons of knickknacks and looks kind of the same outside as it does inside. Mm-hmm. But Michael says that it's kind of cool, but Sam compares it to the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I mean, I get the the comparison. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking Ed Gein's house. Fair point. I mean, Still kind of cool. Is, uh, yeah. I mean. <laughs> There's some creepy shit in there. Yeah. There is. There There's was, a creepy room. Yeah. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. It is mostly relegated to a room. Yeah. But and it's I, his fucking and, house. He can do whatever he wants with it. Yeah. yeah but uh, I would be nervous. Yeah. And I didn't see one laughing chicken. So let's. No, yeah. <laughs> so this is let's not the Texas. Pump yeah. the brakes. <laughs> But Sam also laments the lack of a TV in the house, which also means the lack of MTV. Yeah. You guys remember MTV? I want my MTV. (laughs) Yeah, I remember that slogan. Um, (laughs) I I was laughing also because, dude, Sam, you just got here. Yeah. What if he keeps the TV in the other room? You've been to one room. (laughs) You haven't even seen the whole thing. I need a damn TV in every room. (laughs) That's kids though, man. Oh, yeah. But outside, Nanook chases around a few horses, barking at them, which is a great way to introduce yourself. (laughs) But Grandpa discusses Lucy's recent divorce with her, and we learn that she went through a legal battle with her ex, which explains the family's current circumstances. Right. But she gives him a long hug and kiss, accidentally pulling his cool hippie ponytail. According to the commentary, the exteriors were a real location. Oh, and it it looks very scenic. Yeah, but the interiors were a set on the Warner Brothers lot. Ah, uh, and like it feels like a real house. It yeah, does. the production designer was a guy called Bo Welch, who would go on to be the production designer of both Beetlejuice and Edward Scissorhands. Nice. Oh, yeah. 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 Again with Diane Weist and Edward. It's too connected. Yeah. I feel weird. <laughs> But later in the house, Lucy is unpacking, but Michael is chasing Sam around like he stole money from him or something. <laughs> like he fucking leaps over the railing yeah. of the stairs and like they're heavy footed as fuck. Grandpa's like, why did I let yeah. them? Literally. <laughs> but after being scolded by their mom for running in the house, they slide open an adjacent door revealing some taxidermy, animal skeletons, etc. The Ed Gein room. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Michael now agrees with the Texas Chainsaw Massacre comment, which earns a chuckle from Sam. 
Grandpa then enters the frame shouting, rules! <laughs> I was like, oh, fine. I mean, yeah. <laughs> we need to get this shit under control right yeah. now. Oh, yeah. I don't blame Grandpa You're running for in the this. house. I saw you break a plant. <laughs> 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 but Grandpa shows them around, educating them on those rules. The second shelf on the fridge is labeled Old Fart, where he keeps his root beer and Oreos. It's no little fart, but it's cool. Not to be confused with No, no, no. Maybe he was the original little fart. It's like the little rascals they keep recasting. This was homage. (laughs) Again, talk more to my Patreon. (laughs) But as he keeps talking in the other room, Michael and Sam notice some pot plants just outside, silently joking about it. You got that good, good out yeah, there. Huh? I was so surprised. Yeah, I, I'm not even gonna lie. I forgot all about that. Yeah. And I was like, oh shit! I was I like, if y'all don't let this old man live, yeah, like, he's minding his own business out here. Oh yeah, he had a life before you guys came. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but Michael interrupts, asking if Santa Carla really is the murder capital of the world. While Grandpa doesn't say yes or no, he says there are some definite bad elements in town. He goes further to say that if all the corpses were to stand up one by one, they'd have one hell of a population problem. Well, thank you for your reassurance, Grandpa. (laughs) (laughs) I did almost think it could be some foreshadowing in a way. Yeah, for sure. But also there is there is one thing that comes up later that does create problems for me. But I do think that this, especially with what we learn later. Yeah. Especially about Grandpa. All right. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. You know? And I will say that the whole, you know, dead stand up or whatever, that could be said about anywhere yeah. That's true. on the planet Earth. <laughs> Anytime it the just, dead comes to life, it's a felt, problem. It felt, <laughs> it's a problem. <laughs> we're, we're outnumbered. Yes. Um, it, felt, it felt very much like foreshadowing the whole undead aspect of it. Yeah. Um, pretty early on and not to whatever. I Again, this was basically a fresh watch for me mm-hmm. but i was like i think grandpa is a little more in tuned with shit than what we are learning right, right. yeah what he's letting on at the, at yeah at this moment <laughs> i'm struggling <laughs> <You> all right <laughs> but grandpa then instructs them on how to not fuck up his tv guide magazines which sam takes to mean that he has a tv but no he just enjoys the tv guides <laughs> <laughs> that made me laugh because yeah. he's like, when you read the TV guide, you don't need a TV. But I disagree. Yeah, they yeah. Do. It's a synopsis. They don't tell you the ending. Uh, no. <laughs> some old man shit for real. Yeah. It it's like, let it be a mystery. Yeah. <laughs> I think of um, Frank Costanza with this TV. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that night, we glide over the waters once again to the sounds of chattering and whispers descending upon the Santa Carla boardwalk. A concert is underway. <laughs> and we see a shirtless Tim Capello performing a cover of I Still Believe with his band. Mm-hmm. This man is greased up like Groundskeeper Willie. <laughs> <laughs> Enthusiasm's on fucking 11. Oh, yes. yeah. This is amazing. I know people want to meme this. Right. This is fantastic. He's I would love it. to be there. So I was three. I, that's at the time when this was made. I was three. Take that's me. fine. Yeah, yes. uh, please. It'll be your first memory. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize that the sax required so much hip action. I but, mean, uh, it doesn't. That's maybe, what I'm saying. Yeah. We've never heard it played credit. before. Yeah. <laughs> until today, I learned he was Tina Turner's sax player. Oh wow! That's amazing. Totally. Yeah, no, what a yeah. life. Yeah. We were talking earlier, and I'm like, my favorite thing about this part 
And of course, this is iconic. Like mm-hmm. you said, it's been memed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We all know this dude, right? Absolutely. My favorite part is the fact that it's so unnecessary. It is. We never revisit this. <laughs> it's just is it unnecessary? And well, it's very much necessary. Yeah, it's right. unnecessary to the plot. Well, this yeah, is just but... some amazing treat that we get, and I could not be more grateful. This, no, is, this is fantastic. It, it was very funny to me. I will say they said on commentary that between takes, much like Mac, he got his pump on because <laughs> <laughs> it had to be hips and nips, yeah. otherwise he ain't eating. He ain't eating. I got cricket and Mac in there. Yeah. <laughs> but I just thought it was very funny. He's like, no, I need to look my best. Yeah, I just did a bunch of push-ups out there. Which yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is why I'm so out of breath. Yeah. <laughs> but Michael and Sam stand in the crowd enjoying the music, but time seems to slow down when Michael notices Star, played by Jamie Gertz, walking by. Not I can't spare a square. Yes, yeah. dude. I was like, why does she look so? And then it like, hit we, me. We have to bring this back to Seinfeld somehow. Of course. That and Twister. Yeah, that's I was right. going to say Twister. Yeah. yeah. That's right, man. Good for her. Yeah. I heard that she got this part because Jason Patrick suggested her for it. Mm-hmm. They worked in a movie together previously. And I think Joel Schumacher was a little hesitant. And then when he met her, he was like, that's Star. Oh, well, it, I right. mean, she's perfect. Yeah. She's so beautiful and like mysterious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had read that in the early version of the script, she was supposed to be this like wayfish blonde with the pixie cut. Right. Mm-hmm. And Michael was just <laughs> going to think she was weird. <laughs> what? what the fuck? He feels sorry for her. Yeah. Mm. I feel like this, especially uh, for a teenage boy, this makes so much yeah, more sense. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> But Star stops and turns around to face the stage, vibing and dancing with the music. The hip-based saxophone action continues <laughs> <laughs> as Michael tries to make eye contact with Star. Sam glances over in that direction, almost like, what the fuck are you looking at, dude? Yeah. He's like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> but Star looks over at Michael for a split second and then immediately rushes away through the crowd with Laddie, a child played by Chance Michael Corbett. So that's a little weird, right? Yeah. You're, he's being scary. Like right? I would have been extremely <laughs> right. uncomfortable because there's no smile. There's no wave. Yeah, yeah. There's no, oh, look, I'm trying to flirt with you. He's just no, like, no, no. I mean, it's like really <laughs> scary, intense stare. As he was staring, I was like, are you all ready? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stop doing that. Yeah. But Michael, as if under a spell, grabs Sam and they follow the two of them. Elsewhere, Lucy takes a slow stroll on the boardwalk above, the music distant in the background. She's like, I'm sure some guy's working it with his hips. I don't know. I can hear <laughs> it. I, I can hear the hips. <laughs> I would be mad if I were Sam because I'm yeah. like, I'm fucking enjoying it. I know. This. Yeah. <laughs> this dude's killing it. Um, <laughs> but Lucy stops when she notices security guard's wife, played by Inez Pandolfi, placing a missing persons poster for her husband on a bulletin board. It's sad. Very sad. Mm-hmm. And oddly, I mean, I know they didn't know the security guard or whatever. Yeah. But seeing someone add another poster. Yeah. yeah it's like, yeah. this isn't old. Like, no. this is still happening. And there's like, no worry. She's like, I'm looking for work. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that sucks that, for yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a YP. <laughs> but she then spots a help wanted sign, but turns away when she hears a lost child played by Tony Kane looking for his mother. In a nearby video shop, Max, played by Edward Herman, takes notice of this. He also takes notice of David, Dwayne, Paul, and Marco walking into his store. I was like, huh, a lost boy Hmm. and the lost boys. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. By the way, I think I'm going to just call them the Lost Boys from now on because this is getting really tricky. (laughs) (laughs) David and his crew, (laughs) David and company. It's like, it's the Lost Boys. It's the title of the damn movie. I already said it. 
But Lucy heads inside as well, asking Max if he's seen the boy's mother, only for his mother, played by Melanie Bishop, to spot him relieved. Max gives the boy a sucker and the two are off. She's just like kind of relieved though. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. She was like just still shopping while her <laughs> child is just wandering around outside. Well, priorities, man. Yeah, yeah, she's like, oh, there you are. There's a sale, I think. <laughs> <laughs> but Paul flirts with Maria, a clerk played by Kelly Jo Mentor, who just laughs it off. I expected more of her in this yeah. movie. Yeah. This, I think this is it. Yeah, no, I don't think we see her again. I was thrown off because I'm like, do y'all just come to the boardwalk to harass women? Like, is yes. that the whole, because you, I know at least twice <laughs> you've been asked to leave. <laughs> <laughs> and the two times I've seen you on the boardwalk, you're touching faces. You're yeah. picking up women that are just yeah. trying to work. I'm like, is that the sole intention of you coming here? Maybe. You know, the only thing that they've really lost, nay, their manners. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Can I ask why that means farting? Like nobody ever explained I don't, that to me. I've <laughs> only heard mom say that. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's maybe. Her thing or All right. Well, listeners, tell us if uh, losing your manners means farting where you're from. <laughs> <laughs> that would help us now out a lot. Thinking about it, like that is so funny. It's hilarious. <laughs> that's like the funniest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> it's like you hear something as a kid and you just accept it. Yeah. But, like, I've lost my manners. Like, oh my God. I'm just, yeah. Yeah. I'm just blasting ass. I've lost all my manners. <laughs> They've gone out the window. <laughs> but Max offers Lucy a sucker as well, telling her well done for the whole lost boy thing. David and his crew walk by the lost boys. <laughs> Max telling them that he told them not to come here anymore, which again, interesting. Yes. Because at this moment, it just seems like everybody else. Right. Yeah. Because they've already been told this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, this film does deal with, like, red herring situations. Yes. But the way that they do it is so good Mm -hmm. that you think... You, that you've got it all figured yeah, out, yeah. but you don't. Like, it's it still holds up and it's still really, really good. But, yeah. Oh, I agree. <laughs> yeah. But they give him an edgy teen glare before leaving and speeding off on their motorcycles. When Lucy makes an excuse for their edgy behavior, Max tells her that she has a kind nature about her and introduces himself and his dog, Thorn, played by Folsom. He tells Thorn to say hello, and I expected a bark, but nothing happens. Yeah. <laughs> Thorn's like, I don't know that bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Max goes into salesman mode, telling her that they have the best videotape selection in Santa Carla. But as it turns out, it's not a tape she's looking for, but a job. Apparently, I guess it's illegal to work at a video store. According to that guy. (laughs) Yeah, no, nothing nothing legal at all. These are all pirated. (laughs) (laughs) But Michael continues his pursuit of Star, dragging a confused Sam along. After continued cracks about Michael's interest in Star and his libido in general, he encourages Sam to find something else to do instead of following him around. So Sam dips into a comic book shop, perusing a Spider-Man comic, but catching the eye of Edgar and Alan Frog, aka the Frog Brothers, played by Corey Feldman and Jameson Newlander. Their names. Yeah. Edgar and Alan. Holy shit. I love it. Isn't that good? That's really good. I never even caught that. (laughs) That's really good. I will say because I didn't exist in the 80s, but I know that Feldman. <laughs> I didn't exist. I didn't. I wasn't even a thought. Not I wasn't born. No, I wasn't even a gleam and whatever. The father's, and your father's eye. Like, yeah. Now we're back to I still know what you did. 
<laughs> what the hell? Um, but I will say that I do know that Feldman and Haim were basically the shit. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. And the fact that this was their first film together and what they would go on to do, as we said earlier, right. is nuts. And I will say, in all fairness, I was a little sad seeing them here. Yeah. And because, you know, like from now we know what's coming. Right. And it is sad, but... Man, they were cool kids. They were. Yeah. It's like it's very sad. License to drive, I think, was one of their features. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but <laughs> they start to follow Sam around, cracking wise about his outfit, which admittedly is kind of hilarious. Uh it's really yeah. funny because when he walked into the comic book shop, I was like, his fucking outfit yeah. is everything. I was like, this looks great like, this is 80s realness this it is. is like peak but and then they were like making fun of it i was like okay back off <laughs> back off frog well, well, hold on because <laughs> this dude's fit it look he's like wearing a coat but it looks like it's his grandmother's couch <laughs> as well i just don't know what that that is coat is made out of yeah that's what it was couch, couch. <laughs> you're like you his grandmother's yeah. couch you already said it. yeah you said it yourself but i mean it, it does it takes you back yeah to a time i didn't exist no, but it, i yeah i didn't exist i do enjoy it, it was it was just wonderfully 80s i just laughed because like at the time it's just something to yeah, wear dude. and so the fact that in 2022 i'm like that outfit is fucking fire <laughs> they're making fun of it it was just funny so is that like mall outfit like right. mall, mall culture or whatever i remember being small seeing like the ass end of really? all of that and uh. it was just like everybody looked so weird <laughs> <laughs> even then you're like what yeah, the fuck I, is that? I think you meant cool no I yeah <laughs> Very cool. I had the acid wash jeans that were uh, tight at the ankles <laughs> with the LA lights or LA gear shoes. So every time I ran, they lit up. And oh, see, wow. there you oh, go. oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I think I will say I think the 80s is probably at least top three decades for me. Of fashion? Of everything. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everyone knows I love the 70s. Yes. Um. <laughs> <laughs> that's all i got i was just thinking that's about it. Not, 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 not. Uh, i was thinking about it for we, a second we've lost him yeah uh let me get back to this um <laughs> they for some reason the frog brothers assume that sam is looking for the frozen yogurt stand which closed down last summer because it, it, it's like they're saying he's like bougie yeah. Yeah. it's like oh you don't read comic books like that's the vibe i got oh see i, I was like it's meant to be a diss but yeah I, I would be very pleased if you point me in the direction of the frozen, oh, yeah, yogurt, no, frozen yogurt is the shit yeah. so like yeah if that's an insult then insult me that's fine i actually call it frogurt yeah <laughs> fro yo uh, <laughs> that's too far yeah it's not like that <laughs> cut it cut that cut that cut that <laughs> but Bro. sam insists that he's looking for a super rare Batman comic, correcting the Frog Brothers on the number of that comic in existence. I know he's flexing, but meeting new friends with an um actually yeah. really isn't the best. He's, he's already been insulted. I would do the same thing. Yeah, oh, you think he, I don't know my shit? You don't know your shit. Yeah, yeah, no. uh, I'm coming full force. Okay, Is it like when Nanook was barking at those horses? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he learned how to introduce himself from he's his like, dog. This is my chocolate factory. <laughs> <laughs> But he also corrects their placement of Superman issues and chronology, Edgar asking if he's from Krypton or something. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. That's pretty good. <laughs> he's Sam sitting there schooling him about it. He is. He's like, um, you shouldn't have these yeah. here. Well, y'all shouldn't have been rude. <laughs> Sam says that he's actually from Phoenix, but now he's here. It's like, okay, cool. Because so <laughs> Alan just kind of sneers at him, but I'm like, All right, yeah. you already corrected them on the comics, and now you're like, this place is a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> so these guys are going to be this is a, gonna be, yeah. <laughs> clearly the start of a beautiful friendship 
Um, I did notice too because I get they work here, right? Mm, yeah, the Frog Brothers. Yeah, there's an uh, a couple sitting behind the counter uh, just asleep. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, the whole time. And we yeah. see them later. I'm hoping they're asleep because both oh, times that we see them, they are not well, conscious. Yeah. They say that they're like working or running the shop for their parents. Are those his parents? Their I, parents? Guess, yeah, I guess. But th- the kids are doing everything. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, we bought the shop. Yeah. You guys can take it from here. <laughs> But outside, Greg and his pals look ready to cause some trouble, which Sam notices from inside the comic shop. Edgar then hands him a comic called Vampires Everywhere, telling him to take it, but Sam says that he's not into horror comics. Edgar tells him that he'll like this one, adding that it could save his life. Just then, Greg and his crew steal handfuls of comics and run away. Alan screams after them. Well, I'm yeah. like, these kids are trying to make an honest living. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> All Who the illegal does? shit going on here. <laughs> Who does that? Yeah. I don't know. Comics? Who does that? That's just because you can. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's, that's the only so reason. That's so shitty. Being an asshole. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But elsewhere, that's why you got, kicked, you got kicked off the boardwalk, too? Why are yeah, you here? Why are you yeah. here? <laughs> Elsewhere on the boardwalk, Star walks with Laddie, and they meet up with the Lost Boys, Star getting on the back of David's motorcycle. Michael, with Sam in tow again, catches up to see the group getting ready to ride off. Both Star and David turn to stare at Michael before they speed away, Star still looking back at Michael as they hit the road. Shouldn't have went after, see? No, it's... No, shouldn't have. Um... I know that Laddie is the little boy. Mm-hmm. Yes. Every time <laughs> you're thinking every of time <laughs> his name, I think of that episode of The Simpsons of where course. they basically had Lassie, but his name was Laddie. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to get sued, man. You gotta <laughs> change it just enough. I will say it like to your point earlier. Michael looks so pissed off at this. Yeah. Yes. But we've really, not even said a word to no, each other. The whole story so far is I saw a pretty lady. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. it. That's it. That's yeah. it. But that's enough to be like fucking David piece yeah. of shit. Like you don't know anything. It's just so weird. I did see an interview with Kiefer Sutherland where he had said that he broke his wrist while trying to show off for a girl on the boardwalk. <laughs> and so that's why he's wearing gloves the whole film. Oh, my oh wow. Yeah. All right. <laughs> it's the cover for that fact. But he had told because whenever he had already broken his wrist when they were filming this scene. Yeah. And Jamie Gertz was like, can you drive the motorcycle like that? And he goes, we'll find out. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Back to Michael being kind of a creep at this yeah. point. Uh-huh. They could literally be a family. Like yeah. Yeah. she's got the small child with her, and then she jumps on the back of this dude. Like that could be a family. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like you're like, God damn it! Like that's just <laughs> weird. It's well, I just don't really get. <laughs> well, they're they're teens or they're yeah. young, so I took it as that he sees a, a pretty girl. He's gonna she's like, mine. Yeah. yeah. But it is weird, though. That's why I was yeah. like, why did you even run after her? What the very fuck? fucking she, weird. Like you said, there was no nod. There was no wink or like a flirt or not, nothing. Nothing. No, like at it all. was looking at it outside of them. It yeah. looks like he was fucking staring at her. She got uncomfortable and left. And yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> and then she's like, like, no, that's the guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did read in IndieWire that originally there was no love story triangle anything. Yeah. Uh-huh. It was literally, I think Star was actually like a little boy that was just part of the group. It was like no big deal. Because you remember everybody's like eight years old. Yeah. 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 But it almost oh, feels yeah, well, like... Oh, yeah. You can't really have a love story. No. Like yeah. that makes sense. They retooled it when Jeffrey Bohm came in and it almost feels like they're like well should we add a love story and they just did yeah and so that's probably why these moments feel a little strange <laughs> yeah because they they're like last minute additions yeah but I mean we'll find out what happens to these <laughs> crazy kids 
But in a car overlooking the boardwalk, Shelly leafs through a stolen comic, cracking up as Greg tries to kiss her. Shelly hears some odd noises outside, but Greg just tells her to forget it and they start making out. Out of nowhere, the entire roof of the car is torn off and the couple screams under a flashing red light. In POV shots, Greg is scooped up and pulled away into the night. Shelly screams as she soon joins him and we cut to black. This was funny to me because clearly she's only in this for the comics. Oh, yeah. She was yeah. not interested. No, she's like, get the fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> Batman's but fighting again, the Joker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but again, pettiness on 10. Yeah. yeah. You came up and harassed this woman. Her dude stuck up for her and you're like, I'm coming for that ass. Oh, like, yeah. I'll first time I get the guard. Like, uh-huh. I mean, I'm yeah. just like, well, but are we this supposed to? Like, yeah. Who are we supposed to believe? Because they did not at all interact with the Lost Boys tonight. No. no. So, are we supposed to believe the Frog Brothers are doing this? <laughs> like revenge for the comics, yeah. or because there's like no, you don't see anything. No, and then uh, they clearly don't give a shit. No, you know what I mean? At all. They're just laughing. Yeah. You know how <laughs> they're very loud. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we stole these. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh my god, have a little shame. Yeah. <laughs> But I do like the way this looks. I like the way it's played out. Mm-hmm. It's very, very cool. And it still keeps the mystery. Yeah. yeah. Which I appreciate. But the next day, Grandpa slides open his garage to reveal a sky blue 1957 Ford Skyliner. The color isn't for me, mm-hmm. but this car is beautiful. It's gorgeous. Oh, no, yeah. I even like the color. Really? Well, yeah. Yeah, I Skyliner, I guess yeah. it has to be blue. Yeah, it's nice. If you do enjoy it, I did find that this car is currently for sale online. Oh, nice. The car in this that was used in this film. Uh-huh. And they even have like production stills. Whoever is selling it has like pictures of it on set and oh, everything. Oh, nice. But you have to call to find out the price, which means it's obscene. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I bet. Yeah. <laughs> I bet it's crazy. I should have called. <laughs> you should have. Hi, I'm a millionaire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just be Charlie playing that text. Exactly. Yeah, they, I think that's kind of how I took it on anyway. I'm a, we're a couple oil men from Dallas. So <laughs> see what they tell me. But <laughs> Sam asks if he can drive the car, but much like the second shelf in the fridge, no one is allowed to touch it but Grandpa. The minute that this is established, I'm yeah. like, someone else is driving this car. Oh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. It's like the fucking Chekhov's car. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but Grandpa starts it, letting the engine warm up, and he's like, let's go to town. Then he immediately shuts the car off, saying that's as close to town as he likes to get. <laughs> what the fuck, Grandpa? What? I, he's, dude, he's quirky as hell. He's a character. I got a good laugh out of that, though, because fucking Sam's face was like, what yeah. just happened? <laughs> we were going to town. Yeah. But later, Sam arrives at the comic shop again, getting the attention of the Frog Brothers. They ask if he's noticed anything weird about Santa Carla yet, and Sam says it's a pretty cool town, if you're a Martian. All right. Oh, yeah. Sam. <laughs> this kid's <laughs> Sam got fucking jokes, man. <laughs> but Edgar retorts, or a vampire. It's like, you said that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You keep talking about vampires? Yeah. Yeah. I thought that that was a really cool aspect of it, that these kids are like, uh, read the comic. Yeah. <laughs> like, have you noticed anything weird? Like, it was kind of cool that it's this, like, kind of secret mm-hmm. in town. Yeah. Like a little, it was almost like a pamphlet. Yeah. yeah. To let them know what's up. But Sam thinks the whole vampire thing is ridiculous, but Edgar tells him that he doesn't know shit. The whole working in a comic shop for their parents thing is just a cover. They're dedicated to a higher purpose. Much like Superman, they're fighting for truth, justice, and the American way. They're so serious. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, 
a big part of me would still think that they're probably like hazing me because I'm new in town yeah. or whatever. Yeah, that's true. But I, it's probably a bigger part of me would be like, well, let me see the vampire receipts. <laughs> yeah. Let me in on it. And What's making you say this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would be a little weird to hear that. And to go back and it's like, look, man, there's fucking vampires. It's like, stop. <laughs> like, really? Yeah, dude, come, come on, man. On. But I'm just trying I, to buy some old Batman. Yeah. Yeah, but, but, but show me the receipts. Yeah, but like, you're And right. I'll form my own opinion. Yeah, they yeah. weren't like, chuckling or they no. didn't no, they weren't acting yeah they very were being intense yeah. and serious and to that point schumacher said on commentary that he wanted them to play the frog brothers with zero humor and he said play them like your actual commandos and uh, i feel like they, yeah, they, no, did they that. Did. i had read that he had Corey feldman watch a bunch of action movies that's to great. Try to, yeah, <laughs> and he's got his like little bandana yeah <laughs> so cute dressed like rambo they're, yeah, yeah they're so serious about it but Sam just lets them talk, walking around them to continue browsing. Edgar's like, hey, man, read this, and hands him a comic called Destroy All Vampires. Yeah. Part two. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it made me think of that bit with Bart. I think it is the Laddie episode, which is really no. weird. <laughs> but he's going through the mail, and it's like, gas the termites, zap the termites, <laughs> save the termites. It's like, that's how it is with these vampires. It's like, I thought we were just, they were everywhere, now we're destroying them. Did anybody else think that the Frog Brothers were writing these comic books? No, I... <laughs> oh. Because there was one thing that comes at the end of the scene that makes me think so. Let me get all there. Right. That would make more yeah, sense if right. they're giving it to him like a like a manual. Exactly. Yeah. But Sam reminds him that he doesn't like horror comics, but Alan tells him to think of it as a survivor manual, like you just said. Yeah. He says there's a number on the back, and he better pray that he never needs to call them. Sam's like, sure, just laughing it off. Oh, so then, yeah. Okay, but I'm like, yeah. if the number's on the back of the comic. Maybe. But these are really good looking. Yeah, I was say, you guys are fucking talented, <laughs> Who's man. Who's printing these? <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> And it's funny because, of course, just like we said with the car coming into play later, him laughing off needing to use their number, you know that later, for sure, yeah. very frantically, he's going to be We're calling that need number. We're going to need to use it, yeah. But that night on the boardwalk, to the sound of a cover of Good Times by NXS and Jimmy Barnes, we see Michael buying a leather jacket and throwing it on. He stops to watch a girl get her ears pierced, but is then approached by Star, who tells him it's a ripoff before walking away. He follows, of course, because that's just what he's been doing. <laughs> Can you tell I'm kind of disappointed in yeah. <laughs> But she tells him that if he wants his ears pierced, that she'll do it for him. At this point, is anybody like, set up, set up, set up. This is a setup. Yes. And there is there is a, a payoff that we never see. Yeah. Right. And I do want to talk about that later because it was a little confusing mm -hmm. to me, especially for what you're trying to build between these two. Right. Yeah. I'd like to see that moment. Yeah. Yeah. But she introduces herself and Michael comments on her name, saying that he was almost named something like Moonbeam with his ex-hippie parents, but they settled on Michael. He asks if she wants to get something to eat and she agrees, but just as they're about to hop on his bike, they're flanked by the Lost Boys. Come on, man. Like, didn't you know? God yeah. damn it, Michael. He's like, no, we got to go quick. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> David asks where she's going, and she says that she's going for a ride with Michael. Just as she's about to get on Michael's bike, David calls her name, and she immediately switches gears and hops on David's bike instead. Mm -mm. That's it for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, I'm done. Like, I mean, Michael, have a little self-respect. Yes. Yeah. Uh, 
it, this is not meant to be no <laughs> it's just, yeah. it just is what it is he's like no you don't understand i, yeah. I saw her one time <laughs> yeah. and we had one conversation she's really pretty yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's about it and she can pierce ears like yeah. I mean, oh yeah what, what else Which, I, has not been proven yet yeah. <laughs> she claims to be yeah. able to pierce ears. but david asks if michael knows where hudson bluff is overlooking the point Michael admits that he can't beat David's bike, but David tells him that he doesn't have to beat his bike. He just has to try and keep up. They all speed off, riding through the sand, a hesitant Michael riding behind the Lost Boys. Why are we doing this? Yeah. I don't know. I don't. I know Why I'm new in town, but because we're teenage boys, I get, we've had a piece. <laughs> I guess I don't I know guess. a piece of a conversation with her. Yeah. Why is there this random child here? Yeah. <laughs> Someone needs to con- explain that. Yeah. Yeah. Which I will continue to question for the rest of the What are y'all doing? Like, what's going on? Yeah. I don't want any part of this. No, I don't no, want no. any part of it. But Lost in the Shadows by Lou Graham of the band Foreigner begins to play, and it feels like the most 1980s song of all time. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah. And it playing over this like motorcycle it's, montage. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was having the time of my life. <laughs> but they continue their ride, a ton of neat shots of them riding through the shadows and fog, under bridges, their headlights beaming into the night. It was very funny on commentary. Joel Schumacher is like, look, I understand... These kids should be wearing helmets, but it looks really yeah. cool. <laughs> <laughs> but things grow tense when they near a cliff's edge. David eggs Michael on in a game of chicken, but just before he can sail off the cliff, Michael wipes out on purpose, crashing to save his own life. So this went from fun to scary real quick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it only like further... I was just preaching the other day about never let them take you to a second location. Yeah. No, 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 and I no, were no. talking about it. That's... Yeah. This is the second location, and then we go to a second second location. I'm just, yeah. I'm so disappointed in Michael. Like the, like, dude. Yeah, yeah. when they're riding through the woods, I was like, you should have been Don't. worried then. This, absolutely. Like, that, oh, now we're going somewhere far. You mm-hmm. literally could have died right then. Like, yeah. like, he almost killed you doing that. Yeah. yeah. So no, man, Michael. What well, are you I'm doing? gonna be like the characters in the film. Michael, Michael, <laughs> Michael, Michael. <laughs> I will say I loved the tension of the shots of the approaching. Oh yeah, yeah. Like the cliff getting closer and closer. It was very well done. Yeah. But David stops with ease right at the edge, laughing. Michael, fucking furious, launches up and punches David in the face. As the other Lost Boys try to hold him back, Michael <laughs> <laughs> Michael <laughs> says that he just wants to fight David. <laughs> He's like, look, I know you're all his friends. <laughs> he goes, just, just you. <laughs> Which well, is very I mean, funny. It's funny, but it's, the, come on, that, that's not fair. It's, yeah. not, it's not fair, but if you're about to get beaten up by a gang, you can't say, no, I only want to fight one of them. <laughs> just the just David, just David. He's like, uh, the Lost Boys roll deep. You're not yes. getting just one yeah. of them. No, 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 no. Yeah, but... I I mean, uh, th- I get it. It's like, look, dude, you want to show out in front of your friends? Yes. Kick yeah. Your, kick my ass yourself. And yeah, he, yeah. he's the yeah. only one that did anything. Yeah. <laughs> Just you. Paul and Dwayne are did, like, get him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it did sound very funny. <laughs> <laughs> but David just smirks, asking how far Michael is willing to go. We then get an awesome shot of waves crashing and a full moon at the horizon. I see how massive the moon is. I don't know if it's scientifically possible, but I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) It looks great. Great, great shot. But Michael descends with the gang and star into an underground lair. Dwayne lights garbage cans with a torch as David shows off the digs. He says that this was the hottest resort in Santa Carla about 85 years ago, but they built it on a fault. 
1906, an earthquake hit San Francisco, and the place fell right into the crack, and so now it's theirs. Why are you coming down here? Like, I appreciate the history lesson and all that, mm-hmm. and that's very interesting, and yes. I like what you've done to the place. The, yeah. um, the, or what you've not done to the place. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Jim Morrison poster. Fantastic um, work. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, why are we coming down here? They just tried to kill you up there. Yeah. Uh-huh. There's no potential witnesses down here why are we why are we coming down here with them i don't know he's trying to fit in i don't know know. at this point i'm looking i'm michael i'm looking at star that was a bait situation oh Uh no you're one of them you fucked me over too i'm gonna go home and talk to my nice mom about (laughs) about everything that just happened tonight i will say that's kind of the issue here is the idea of fitting in yeah yeah that's a fair point Mm -hmm. but i'm just mad no i get it (laughs) hey and that was real shit too this earthquake yes yeah, yeah it was like a 7.9 that, holy shit yeah. yeah it was a big fucking deal honestly california i don't know how they deal with earthquakes the yeah, way they do no i don't think i've ever experienced one and i hope to never yeah yeah that's scary as hell oh yeah, yeah it is i remember was it west craven's <laughs> i have to give the fucking because that's what it's called <laughs> it's called west craven's new nightmare yeah <laughs> <laughs> but i remember the earthquake in that film when i was a kid and it scared the shit out of me yeah um but that was just freddie coming back yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i guess that wasn't as natural yeah. as it seems. <laughs> it's not the same thing but <laughs> david tells marco to fetch them some food and then hands michael a joint as an appetizer so they're you know hospitable yeah and i do i'd I, be like this is poison yeah i, I, just, I don't trust, you don't any trust of them. anything no look they, he passed the test he didn't sail off the cliff yeah he, he has control of his bike <laughs> that's all he wanted to know it's like now you can be a lost yeah. boy yeah here's a jacket here's a cut yeah <laughs> but after handing him the joint david tells michael that he'll like it here but back at home sam sits on his bed with nanook reading the vampires everywhere comic Lucy comes in to say goodnight, but before she leaves, he gets her to close the closet. She admits that she can't sleep without the closet door closed either. And Neither can I. Me neither. Um, but that's mom's fault. I know we're, yes. we're talking about mom a lot this episode. <laughs> <laughs> she read the Stephen King story, The Boogeyman, to us when, uh, we, were, when we were far too young to uh, receive that information. Yeah. <laughs> and so I can't. I can't. I remember her reading it on a road trip when we were in the mm-hmm. car. And uh, I was glad that there were no closets around. <laughs> Does the trunk count as a closet? Yeah, I was like, oh my God, is that like the car's closet? But <laughs> Is that Stephen King? Is that, or is that just a monster rule? I don't know. I know that. I never uh, heard it before that. I know right. the boogeyman. I don't think the well, boogeyman he didn't is Stephen the boogeyman. King. Yeah. yeah, but the story, I don't know. But if y'all have not read that story, it, it scared the shit yeah. out of me. Like, yeah. yeah, it's very scary. There's one description in there that I think about a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I look Every at my closet. I, yeah. <laughs> Every time I need a shirt. <laughs> but Lucy admits to Sam that she thinks one of the reasons she divorced his dad is because he didn't believe in the closet monster. Uh, so we're making light of the divorce already? Yeah, yeah I guess so. <laughs> we just She's moved here. He's working on his ty- her type yeah. five. <laughs> But just then, Grandpa stands in the doorway, bellowing out a maniacal laugh and scaring the shit out of everyone. He's actually brought Sam a taxidermied beaver to decorate his room a little bit. I guess the Rob Lowe and Molly Ringwald posters weren't doing it for him. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, you know, this kid needs dead beaver. (laughs) But he says there's more where that came from before exiting. Sam promises lights out after he finishes his comic and Lucy leaves. As soon as she does, he hides the beaver in the closet. The teeth on that yeah. thing. Yeah, it's, I couldn't. It, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. At least he was happy about being taxidermied. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he was smiling. He handled it quite well. <laughs> 
But back down in the lair, Marco returns, passing out Chinese food to everyone. Now, they're all in little takeout containers, and so Mm -hmm. it's very funny to imagine him going to a restaurant. (laughs) I need about 15. (laughs) It's just surprising me, because everyone on the boardwalk seems to hate them. (laughs) (laughs) But David offers his to Michael as a show of hospitality, and Michael takes it after a little convincing. See, I know I've been kind of hard on Michael up until this point mm. but this would be not my my downfall because it is just not in me to say no to fried rice yeah. no, so dude. uh do your worst yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't care it. what's in this yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but michael takes a scoop of rice and pops it into his mouth but david leans in asking him how do you like those maggots michael michael just looks confused but david reiterates you're eating maggots how do they taste this Fantastic. Is, <laughs> this is uh, disgusting. Yes. Um, John Paul has said this numerous times. And so when I was watching it, I was like, oh, that that's what that's yeah. <laughs> that, that's, that's <laughs> yeah, it clicked for me. I'm like, I've heard JP say this more than Keith yeah. Sutherland. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, that, that's you. That's just straight you. That, we used to say that to each other, my brother and me and my friends and just my cousins, just to say it. Just, uh-huh. Just you're eating maggots, Michael. Yeah, it's like, I, I like for that, no reason. I, I like that you um, confirm that it's just to say it because we're never eating maggots. No, no. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> it's like nobody That's ever. Not, <laughs> it doesn't fit when you say it. Were were they at least eating when you said it, or no? Yeah, uh, yeah, no. <laughs> you're on a sometimes, sometimes we weren't. <laughs> but the lost boys laugh, and Michael chuckles a bit until he looks down into his takeout container to find that it's filled to the brim with wriggling maggots. I read that they had a maggot wrangler on set. <laughs> I mean, you ha- I like, guess you yeah. have to. Oh, yeah. um, but that they squeezed lemon juice on them to make them wiggle like that. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Why, do they like it? I don't know. They're like, yeah, like, it's sweet. Yeah, it's yeah. awesome. <laughs> I wonder if they had the same agent as the cockroaches in See, the show. Yeah. Right? yeah. Like every maggot needs to be paid yeah. and accounted for. <laughs> I was trying to look up who the Wrangler was because I'm like, if it's that dude again. Yeah. You couldn't find it? Nah. I was upset. <laughs> <laughs> but Michael drops his container, spitting out what was in his mouth, and the Lost Boys laugh even harder. Star tells them to leave him alone, and when Michael collects himself, he looks down to find only white rice has spilled from his container. He looks confused, and David apologizes, telling him no hard feelings. No, no, no. Uh, extremely hard feelings. Also, there's like, can I get some soy sauce? Like, you yeah, just, I just like just I didn't some white ass rice. I didn't see chicken. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't see vegetables. <laughs> what restaurant? See that you didn't go to a restaurant see, at all. I, yeah. I can I can resist white rice. I thought no, there no. was yeah. fried rice. In I there. thought there was you know flavoring. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> But David offers him some noodles from his container, but we see that they are clearly worms. Michael's like, fool me once. You know yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. When he said noodles, we all knew they were going to yeah. be worms. Yeah. Um, again, it's like, and these were her brains. <laughs> <laughs> um, there was a worm wrangler and yeah. again, lemon juice to make Man, him go crazy like that. So just, if y'all, yeah. y'all ever need to make some worms. Right? <laughs> Get yourself a lemonade. They love lemonade. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but David takes a bite and Michael is surprised to see that they are only noodles. 
the Lost Boys are like nice worms. Yeah. Like, <laughs> calm down. They're calm very down. amused no, at what's yeah. going on. Um, their child is just fucked. Oh, they are. Like, oh, the whole I love group. it. They are. They gotta hype each other up. <laughs> They're like, yeah, man. It's like, how often do you do this trick? If this is just. It's clearly their favorite because yeah. they were having a great time. But Star scolds them again. David whispers to Marco to give Michael the wine, and he returns with a rather ornate bottle encrusted with gems. I wonder what's in there. Oh, it's wine. After this little Halloween game we just played, what red liquid could be in the ceremonial bottle? I will say that it is kind of funny to me that Star is just kind of accustomed to this behavior. Mm. She doesn't seem to really like any of them. No, she she just lets it continue. I don't understand. This is where I'm starting to say motivations are getting a little confused for me. Right. It's confusing because we kind of get two narratives. Yes. um, Of what's going on. But when they bring out the bottle, she's like, guys. Yeah. (laughs) The worms were enough. (laughs) (laughs) But David takes a sip of it, enjoying it way too much. He then offers some to Michael, telling him to drink and be one of them. Michael smirks, grabbing the bottle as the Lost Boys begin to chant his name. The chanting. Michael. Yeah. Michael. <laughs> it's like, come on, man. Well, there you go. Chug on. that shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but Star tells him he doesn't have to and tells him that it's blood. Michael's like, yeah, sure. Well, he was tricked, yeah. you know. But not by her. She wasn't doing any I of that know, shit. I know, but they're all friends. So to him, he's probably like, oh, yeah, you guys are just... Oh, Michael, you yeah. dumb bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but he downs a gulp of it as the Lost Boys cheer around him. Star backs away with Laddie, but Michael continues partying with the Lost Boys into the night as Cry Little Sister plays again. Yes. <laughs> yeah. They use this a lot. John Paul was saying this morning that he's like, one thing that I got to say, they use that song way too much. <laughs> it's the theme. <laughs> I yeah, no. uh, disagree on the too much. Um, there's no like gentleman's agreement with the vampire thing. Like yeah. You can just give somebody blood and like, I don't know. I feel like they have all these like rules where they have to be invited inside. Yeah. And, like it just seems kind of cheap that David's like, no, nah, drink this. Yeah. Like, I don't know. <laughs> and this is one thing. This is one of the rules that kind of feels a little wonky to me. Right. Because I've never heard of a vampire becoming a vampire without having their blood drank first. And then they're fed some of the vampire's blood to replenish. Yeah, that's true. So he's just like, drink this wine that I've also been drinking. <laughs> I, just, I just realized that. So I'm, I'm just a little confused. I don't yeah. know. But Michael drinks even more as Star looks on uneasy and David laughs and chants Michael's name through the flames. This is a great shot. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's very interesting to me because Schumacher talked about the MTV generation and he was saying that these cuts and these crossfades, mm-hmm. he's like, this is music video language. Yeah. Absolutely. And he said that it hits with this audience because that's what they're used to seeing now. Oh, yeah. And it's like, oh, I get it. Yeah. yeah he's a smart filmmaker. Yeah. 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 But um, they achieved this. Sutherland is on a turntable and they just have a bar of flames underneath. <laughs> but this looks way grander. Yeah, it yeah. Does. It's like the behind the scenes photo is probably hilarious, but <laughs> that's fantastic. But we do crossfade to the Lost Boys on their motorcycles at night, parking with Michael next to a railroad bridge. Now, the first time we see Michael in this scene, his ear is now pierced. Yeah. Yeah. So that threw me off. So that night? I guess. See, and that's what bothers me because as he was drinking and Star's like, oh my God, he drank the blood. Yeah, yeah. 
his ear is not pierced. No. Right. So after all that shit, she's like, so you want me to pierce your ears now? <laughs> well, maybe, maybe it wasn't her. Maybe David's like, we don't need, I'll yeah, do it right I'll now. Do it. <laughs> Look, I got one. <laughs> right, I, I did, did my this. own. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> get the, hey, Marco, get the rubbing alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but David says that it's perfect timing and Michael asks what's going on. This amuses David and the whole group. David finally deciding to let Michael in on it. He gives Marco the honors, though, who bids Michael a good night before stepping off the bridge. Paul follows and then Dwayne. Michael looks confused and David tells Michael to come with them before jumping off himself. We see that from another angle, the Lost Boys are all hanging from the bottom of the bridge, fistfuls of steel, the only thing keeping them from a certain death. That, I have no upper body strength. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm dead immediately. <laughs> you go to join them, it's like, whoops. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're like, damn it. <laughs> Literally. Well, I'm like, serious. Well, we were going to be yeah. friends. <laughs> Guess we'll have to find another. <laughs> What's Sam doing? Yeah. He, he Turn someone pretty cool. with some upper body strength. <laughs> yeah. But David hits Michael with some Bob Barker shit. Michael Emerson, come on down. <laughs> I was like, what the hell? They watch a lot of TV in this film. Yeah. Like, there's a lot yeah. of TV references. Well, I was like, how do we know? How does he know your last name? Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. That's true. He never even introduced. Like, he knows Michael. That's about yeah. it. Michael, 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 Michael. But finally giving into peer pressure, Michael descends, hanging on for dear life and watching his feet dangle above the fog below. Yeah. I also like to live dangerously. <laughs> <laughs> project badass tapes yeah. <laughs> i watching this i was like man you know i understand peer pressure is a powerful thing and we understand what's going on later yeah but even if you're michael i'm sorry yeah. dude if, if your friends jumped off a bridge would you do it too that's how <laughs> it like, feels yep. yeah well, that's why i'm like we've we've been here like two days yeah you've already fallen in <laughs> with a very bad crowd yeah. <laughs> i'm just like michael damn dude but this is when it gets worse because suddenly we hear a train blowing its horn chugging down the tracks. David just smiles as the other Lost Boys are into it. Michael is full of fear, but David tells him to hold on. Was this a deleted scene from Stand By Me? <laughs> <laughs> That's a little bit of overlap. <laughs> as the weight and momentum of the train shakes the bridge, Paul and Marco lose their grip and fall into the fog, telling Michael not to be afraid. Dwayne then descends as well, and David tells Michael that he is one of them and to let go. David drops down, disappearing into the fog as Michael screams his name. After the train passes, he can hear all of their voices calling out to him, so he finally lets go, falling very dramatically until he is engulfed by the fog. He seems to relax for a second, and then he decides to scream some more. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, wait, this isn't half bad. <laughs> I'm still falling. <laughs> but we then transition to him falling onto his bed at home. So very quickly, I learned from commentary that the bridge was actually only a few feet off the ground. Uh -huh. And so when you see shots of them, it's just a visual effect. All right. That's cool. All this added fog. And I think that they kind of cut them out and make it look to where it appears bottomless. Right. But... The hanging bit was actually filmed at the top of a soundstage with some wires. So different shots are different things. Okay. Because some of this is on location. Some of this is in the studio. Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, is that stunt performers are the ones who did the drop from the ceiling of the soundstage. And they did it without harnesses. Holy shit. Only two cardboard boxes below. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> wow. Just fucking remarkable. Yeah. 
But for me, um, I did hear Schumacher said this is the scene that made him want to join the project. Yeah. But for me personally, I think this is one of the most iconic visuals. Yeah, yeah for sure. Of like 80s, you know, I guess coming of age horror right. yeah. for that group of people. But seeing them dangle, uh, I didn't like it. <laughs> no, it hurt. <laughs> it hurt. Shit like that hurts my stomach. Yeah. yeah. I'm not good with heights. I'm glad they were doing it, not yeah. me. <laughs> but it is. It's a really cool shot. Very iconic. Yeah. I think the transition to him falling into his bed too was really yeah. cool. Yes. Um, I did not appreciate him having his dirty ass shoes on the on the pillow. Yeah. On his pillow. Yeah. Um, that uh, was upsetting. Nasty ass. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's gross. He should know better. Yeah. He's like 22 You're playing a like man. a 17 year old. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny because that comes up later. Um, He does something to like bother Lucy and Lucy's like, you better shape up when school starts. I know. Yeah. I was like, school starts? <laughs> like university? Yeah. <laughs> and he's a senior? <laughs> but sam busts into michael's room handing him the telephone and telling him it's their mother he also learns that it is 2 p.m the sun beams through the blinds in his room and he asks sam for a pair of sunglasses sam asks if he's been freebasing <laughs> <laughs> but michael just puts on the sunglasses and answers the phone after giving sam the finger as it turns out lucy has a date with max tonight and she asks if he can watch sam Michael isn't down for it, but she scolds him for coming home late and sleeping all day. With her at work all day, Sam is always alone. This threw me off because mm -hmm. I was like, did I skip a scene or something? I didn't notice Michael's earring on the bridge. Yes. Yeah. I noticed it when he landed in the bed. Mm -hmm. And then she's like, he's alone all the time. I'm at work all day. You got that job yesterday. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. how much time So I'm passed? like, is this like was this supposed to signify like i don't i i right. really felt like i missed a chunk of something because she's talking like a lot of time has passed yeah but mm -hmm. it's been a day as far right. as we know yeah yeah and it, the way that, that threw me off the, the transition of him falling from the bridge to the bed is very good yeah yeah, yeah. but it also it makes it a little confusing yeah because it could be symbolic of like the passage it being of time, a night yeah, or, yeah. or being, yeah, we do this shit every night. <laughs> like, I don't know. And that was the thing with the earring. I had to go back, and when I noticed it on the bridge, I was even more confused about Star. It's like, oh, right. we, did, we did that. Like, oh, so that was that, that night. night. Yeah. All right. Bring your ear over here. I guess. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I'm fucking pissed about the blood, but I guess get your ass, get your ass in the chair. Bring your deal. ear. Yeah. Over. <laughs> Doesn't even want to regard yeah. him as a person. <laughs> But Michael is clearly annoyed, and Lucy reminds him that she hasn't been asked out in a very long time. Michael then reluctantly agrees to do her the favor. That night, Wynne rustles outside of Grandpa's house, making everything real creepy-like. To Sam's amusement, Grandpa appears to be getting ready for a date using Windex as aftershave. He's out of control. <laughs> yes. Yeah. What the fuck? Get, get, your, get your Grandpa. Yeah. Someone come get him. The thing that makes me laugh is that he still has a beard. So I don't know yeah. why he shaved. <laughs> but Michael enters the room, still wearing the sunglasses, asking Grandpa his plans. As it turns out, he does have a date, and he's planning to drop off a taxidermy dog to the widow Johnson. Just what every woman is wooed by. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> taxidermy. That's what we all want. So my question, I think this would fit better for me if the widow Johnson was the security guard's wife, because I don't know who the widow Johnson is. Um, yeah. <laughs> we don't need to know. Okay. It's a neighbor. We, you know, whatever. Hey, look, people are dying in this town yeah. all the time. All the time. And you're asking questions? There are yeah. many, many widows. 
But Grandpa is clearly holding the dog when Michael asks, what did you stuff for her, Mr. Johnson? That was funny. That was good. <laughs> Grandpa leaves, I, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the reaction to the joke yes. was surprising oh, yeah. to me. Sam was like, that's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, that's too funny. Yeah, we can only joke about Grandpa being yeah. dead. <laughs> <laughs> Grandpa's corpse earlier. That was yeah. funny. But this... You've gone too far. <laughs> Beyond the pale. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm embarrassed to be your brother right now in this moment. <laughs> the, way, the way that everyone seemed so offended was yeah. funny to me. Yeah. Grandpa's like, I'm not even horny anymore. Yeah. That's just, that that's a just lot. sad. <laughs> but Grandpa drives away, honking his horn, which plays La Cucaracha, leaving the Emerson brothers alone at home. Sam offers to make Michael a sandwich, which I don't know why that made me laugh. He's like, you want me to make you a sandwich? Yeah. Like, He's been sleeping all day. Yeah. You know he's hungry. As long as there's no worms and maggots yeah. in him. <laughs> but Michael tells him not to bother and he takes off his sunglasses. Sam tells his brother to lose the earring too because it's not him. I think it looks great. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's pretty that's good. That's just me. I was looking and there's a, plenty of stores on Etsy who make that earring if you want it. That's yeah. great. I might get it. So yeah, it looks pretty cool. <laughs> but Sam is fed up with Michael's recent attitude and before he can give him an intervention or whatever he has planned... <laughs> Bright <laughs> bright lights and loud motorcycles surround the house. The Lost Boys call out to Michael as the blinds whip around in the wind. Sam pleads with him not to open the door, but he does. And when he does, there's no one there. Sam asks what's going on, but Michael just tells him to go take his bath. So... Sam telling him not to open the door means that he saw all that, that, right? Yeah. That was my note. So Sam saw that too? Yeah. And he's like, I guess I'll go dunk. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm a little funky. I'll take a dunk. <laughs> it's like, what? A dunk. You didn't just see that? Like, th- we need to talk about this. Yeah. I feel like also um, I would be primed for paranoia from hanging out with the Frog Brothers and reading all these videos yes. yeah. and shit. And my brother's sleeping all day. He's out all night. Uh, he's got an earring now. He's wearing sunglasses during the day. <laughs> he's got an I, earring now. Yeah. <laughs> That's the least. I, That's, <laughs> that makes you a vampire. Apparently. Yeah. Don't look at my ears. I, I, would be, <laughs> I would be suspicious, I think. Not, oh, my brother's a vampire, but yeah, like, yeah. there's something weird going on and you know something. Right, or right. You, you know, I would... Have a lot of. I wouldn't be upstairs in the tub. No, <laughs> not at all. I did hear on commentary that this scene, because it is very effective with how loud the motorcycles yeah. are, yeah, the lights and everything. They said that what it was was an electrician was just running around the set with lights, <laughs> and they added the sound later. That's all really right. Cool. Yeah, it's like it brilliant. Works. Yeah. yeah. But later, Michael walks through the kitchen, snagging some milk from the fridge. But before he can drink it, he crashes to the floor with gut wrenching pain. An oblivious Sam just sings to the radio in the bath, shampooing his hair. He's having the time of his life. I'd I'd love to take a bath like that every time. (laughs) Nanook is also there with him on the side of the bath, probably embarrassed by his performance. Let that boy live. But as Sam does live his best life and gives himself a faux hawk, Michael creeps up the stairs in the dark, breathing heavily. He should be crying over the spilled milk. Ah, Very good. It's a saying I've heard before. Yeah, you know, it's a... All right. Michael makes it to the second floor, and Nanook senses his presence outside the bathroom door. The camera presses in shakily from down the hall and meets Michael as he wrenches open the bathroom door. Sam is seemingly (laughs) pulled under the water by Freddy Krueger or something. I don't know why he just takes (laughs) it (laughs) down. I've taken baths as a child. I never swam. He's rinsing off, man. I was afraid of drowning, but I guess that's whatever. (laughs) 
But because of this, Sam doesn't notice a thing. But Nanook snarls at Michael and straight up tackles him, slamming the door closed. Sam lurches up, hearing the sound of a struggle outside, because Nanook is breaking off a paw in that ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nanook said, absolutely not. No, 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 no. So he was really going to go in there and eat his brother? Yes. Yeah. Right. Or, or the dog. I yeah. mean, he's not picky. He's Michael I don't, Myers. I don't Michael think- <laughs> Myers. <laughs> <laughs> they did say on commentary that, um, and JP and I were talking off mic, that they used a second dog yeah. for the angry dog scenes because <laughs> they said it's not really good to have a dog that's all, I guess, wired to yeah. be angry. Yeah, that's a fair point. Around for the chill scenes, he'll start eating Sam in the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want any of that. But it is interesting to me because it was, uh, look, maybe I just don't know dogs, but it was seamless. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. No, I would never have guessed that it was two yeah, of them. I, Not at me all. either. It's like when they have babies in TV shows and they're played by twins. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> the do- it's like uh, dog labor laws. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I will say that after seeing this scene, I was wa- I thought anyway that we would see a scene between Nanook and Thorn. Right. No. 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 <laughs> I thought that was very weird. But now dressed in a robe and a towel, Sam cautiously makes his way downstairs, calling out to Michael and Nanook. When he turns on the lights, he finds Michael on the floor, a giant bite taken out of his hand. I was yelling at him to turn on a light yeah. because every light is off in this house. And he's like, Michael? Just <laughs> yeah. I was like, what are you doing? Like, Don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> it's horror movie 101. So, exactly. Yeah. So I was like, turn on a light. And then he did. So I was like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> Gave it an extra point. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but Sam yells at him, assuming that he hurt Nanook. But Nanook sidles up to Sam, breathing comfortably. Michael says that he didn't do anything to the dog, but stands up, cryptically saying that Nanook was protecting Sam. Sam, confused and frightful, tells Michael to look at his reflection in a nearby mirror. Michael turns around to find his reflection in the mirror is fully transparent. Sam is shook, telling his brother that he's a creature of the night, just like in the comic books. His own brother, a goddamn shit-sucking vampire. This is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> it is a severe underreaction for what's yeah. going on. Yeah, well, what he says. <laughs> he says, you wait until mom finds out, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what? Because it's really giving, oh, God damn it, yeah. Michael. Like, it's not, you, he, he tried to eat you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he didn't. I mean. Well, he was stopped. He only yeah. did. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you got your dog to help you. It's all right. But what if he was like sleeping or something? That boy would have gotten eaten. Well, yeah, but eat. keep the dog with you. Yeah. <laughs> but Sam runs upstairs, closing and locking his bedroom door and telling Michael to stay away as Michael rushes after him to explain. Sam snags one of the comic books and his bedroom telephone as Michael continues to pound on the door. Michael finally retires to his own bed, trying to calm himself down as his heartbeat thumps loudly inside his own head. And as I assumed would happen, Sam frantically calls <laughs> the Frog Brothers. They begin their questionnaire. Does your brother sleep a lot? Does the sunlight freak him out? Bad breath? Long fingernails? Yes to everything from Sam, although Sam does admit that Michael has always had bad breath. <laughs> that's a little brother shit to yeah. say. It is, but he, he just said it so like, well, that, that's yeah, our no, yeah. <laughs> So that's going to be in the maybe column. Yeah. <laughs> but Alan says that Michael is definitely a vampire. This is when you see the, the I guess, their parents again. I was like, are they, is this a weekend at Bernie's? Like, yeah. They're just this is motionless. Our yeah. 
I, I would have probably led with the fact that Michael's reflection isn't completely solid anymore. Yeah. Right. He's but like, he didn't breath even, check. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. His breath smells like <laughs> shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he got an earring. Yeah. So. yeah. Does that mean anything to you? <laughs> Nay said that was a big deal. They're like, who's Nay? <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Get past it. Get past it. But the Frog Brothers say that he has to stake Michael through the heart, but Sam is not going to do that to his brother. Well, yeah, this is his literal brother. And they just say it like, here's what you do. All right. (laughs) Murder, Michael. (laughs) Get a sharp piece of wood. Yeah. (laughs) But Edgar says that he and Alan will do it, suggesting Sam get himself a garlic T-shirt or it's his funeral. And it was in that moment that I realized that that is the worst thing about being a vampire. You can't have garlic. You can't have garlic. Yeah. It makes me want to go and be a werewolf instead. Yeah. Uh, What kind of life is a life without garlic? I don't know. (laughs) That, well, I, I love garlic. Yeah, I don't want to even imagine That's it. That's sad. Yeah. That's the real horror. <laughs> <laughs> but the Frog Brothers hang up on Sam. Michael, however, wakes up to find himself levitating and stuck to the ceiling. He turns himself around and tries to drag himself back to his bed, but he just clumsily glides down, knocking everything off of his nightstand. It's the most destructive <laughs> that, <laughs> that, it, that it could possibly yes. have been. I will say again, with great use of the camera, because... He's clearly on a crane. Yeah. He's clearly on wires. Mm. But the way they're shooting him, it looks really good. No, yeah. yeah. Still. No, yeah. But Sam is still in his own room, confused by all the commotion. And then he gets a call from his mother who asks if everything is all right. Sam says they need to sit down and have a real long talk about something. (laughs) 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 Meanwhile, Michael has busted open the window and is holding onto a phone cord so he doesn't ascend into the sky. He snags the receiver, grunting and screaming, getting the attention of Lucy, who asks what the hell is going on. Sam says it's about Michael, and he can't talk about it over the phone, but then he sees Michael floating outside of his window, phone in hand. Michael tells Lucy that Sam doesn't know what he's talking about, but Sam begins to scream that Michael is going to kill him (laughs) and begs for help. (laughs) Lucy throws down the phone and runs out of the restaurant, and from his seat, Max watches through the window as Lucy runs to her car and drives away. She's like, my son is flying. I gotta, I gotta. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had really conflicting emotions because I was like, man, poor Max. Yeah. You know, yeah. he just wanted to go on a date. And I was like, well, he kind of worked a little fast, but then I don't know how much time has passed. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And then I was like, you know what? Fuck Max for fraternizing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, it was a lot of feelings yeah. at once. <laughs> but now off the phone. Michael desperately screams for Sam to open the window. Sam instead puts his fingers up like a cross. That's two sticks. (laughs) (laughs) Michael insists that he's not a vampire, but Sam's like, then what are you? The flying nun? I mean, he's right. Sam is He's right. (laughs) You're clearly something. He's right. Flying outside my window. I saw Salem's Lot. Yes. Um, Sam's full of the one-liners, yeah. and I, yes. I appreciate his ability to utilize humor in stressful situations. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> I did not know uh, the Flying Nun was a sitcom starring Sally Field. Really? I'm yeah. Sorry, oh wow! What? And it was from like '67 to like '70, and it was about a nun who could fly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead fucking serious. All right. yeah. I always knew it was a reference. I did not know that. Me yeah. neither. I thought, I th- for some reason, I thought the flying, nun, I swear I thought the flying nun was a kung fu movie. Yeah. <laughs> I do not want, I do not know why. It was like about a nun that could fight. I don't know. Yeah. Crouching tiger flying nun? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we all saw that. But Michael begs Sam, please. 
Realizing that his brother truly does need help, Sam finally relents and opens the window for Michael. I did want to say, because this shocked me to learn, mm-hmm. but just like The Devil's Rejects, there is very, very good editing from the interior and exteriors uh-huh. because this is shot on location whenever he's outside the house, but whenever he's inside the house and through Sam's window, that's the set on the Warner Brothers lot. Oh, wow. Damn. Yeah, can't even tell. No, not tell it all. Yeah. It was edited by a guy called Robert Brown who also edited the Amityville Horror. Nice. Oh, yeah. All right. But I was like, this is fantastic work. Yeah. So so here, here's my here's my thing. Hmm. So my brother's flying. I'm in the room. Yeah. What do you what do you do with that? If your sister's flying outside your window and you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, you're you're right. He did try to attack him and yes. Nook saved him. But at this moment, there's nothing wrong with your sister. She's just flying. Right. I and mean, like clearly scared. Yeah. Like yes. He's scared. And so you're asking for help. Yeah, yeah. I do. I do understand the situation is is probably not the best, but that's still your sibling. Yes. You know what I mean? So it's like you got to help them. I no, think. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I, I would definitely help, but I'm keeping a fucking eye on you. And the power of his love, his brotherly love made him stop flying. So that is, <laughs> that is true. Somehow he's not flying anymore. Yeah. No. <laughs> but I am keeping that cross up. Those two yeah, sticks. The, yeah, the, yeah. That's still happening. Because I mean, in all fairness, it's like, yeah, it is your brother. But also, I don't really want to get chewed up right yeah, now. Not right. really. You right know, now. So. Not really. <laughs> I mean, we'll keep you at arm's length, but we'll figure out what's going on. Which is what happens. (laughs) (laughs) But Sam pulls Michael inside, saying that they need to stick together. And Michael tells him not to tell their mom about any of this. I feel like mom should know. (laughs) I feel like, yeah. I I think we're all at risk. Like, I think mom should be on, you know, a high alert. Yeah. Okay. And if he doesn't want Lucy to know, fucking Michael needs to go and clean his room because he just fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) It's a mess in there. But Michael promises that he's going to work this out and asks his brother to trust him. Lucy arrives home and rushes into the house screaming for them. Sam meets her at the bottom of the stairs, lying that he saw a scary picture in his picture book. (laughs) (laughs) And he got scared and he thought he saw something out his window. Wow. That that is a a bad lie. It is an obvious lie. That's the best you could come up with, really. (laughs) It was short notice, I guess. Um, Lucy is even a little incredulous and she's like, you got creeped out by a comic book? Yeah. Sam apologizes as Lucy says that she's had it with the both of them. This is when she notices the carton of milk that Michael left on the floor. (laughs) (laughs) He just left it in the kitchen. And the fridge is wide open, too. Yeah. I'd be pissed. And it was such, like, when they were on the phone, it was specific. Michael, (laughs) Michael's coming to kill me. Yeah, like, (laughs) Like, (laughs) straight up. I, yes. But Lucy closes the fridge and sets the carton on the counter. As she laments her current lack of a personal life and asks where Michael is, the camera presses in on the back of the carton and we see the photo of a missing boy, Laddie Thompson. (gasps) Not Laddie. This only raised further questions (laughs) for me. (laughs) Because look, if you see a little kid that is a vampire in a movie, they are always the Uh, oldest vampire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they're stuck as a child. Unless it's Interview with a Vampire where they did something differently. But more often than not, it's like playing on that whole thing Mm -hmm. where he looks like he's 12, but he's actually a thousand. He's the new West. Yes. (laughs) He was just taken. So that's weird. And also that makes me think of all the other missing persons posters 
are they all just dead or are they also possibly vampires? I figured that they were eating them. Yes. But that's why I don't understand why they looked at this little like eight-year-old child and they're like no he's one of yeah. us like <laughs> clearly I don't, I don't if anyone was a lost boy it's, <laughs> it's <Laddie fucking>, Thompson. <laughs> yeah. i don't think it's so much as, as that they're young and they're just doing something stupid it's like oh you want to see this little kid i bet it'd be oh. funny to turn this kid into a vampire well fuck they're it like, i mean they're maggots. there yeah, yeah. Like, if they are they are childish that yeah. that's a fair point <laughs> yeah then and, and with dude, the power of being a vampire yeah do whatever the fuck you want yeah you saw the tagline on the poster <laughs> <laughs> but sam tells his mother that michael went to bed early but we see michael getting onto his motorcycle as grandpa arrives home yeah <laughs> <laughs> Grandpa hops out of the truck, rubbing his hands together. And I was like, maybe he did do some yeah. s- stuffing. If oh, you, no. If you understand. Not taxidermy. Right, no. right. Fornication. <laughs> now, <laughs> as Grandpa heads inside, Michael leaves. Later that night, Sam asks Lucy if he can sleep with her in her bed. He says the comic was super scary. I'd be like, what is really yeah, going on? Yeah. Cool. You were just <laughs> reading a comic when I put you to bed last yeah. night or a month ago or however long. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. It's not clear. Yeah. What's really going on? Because yeah. this is not about a comic book. She does not ask any follow up no. questions. <laughs> <laughs> she allows it. But as he sits down, she asks if he's been eating pizza because he smells like garlic. We see him opening his robe to reveal a necklace made of bulbs of garlic, and he immediately wraps back up when she says this. That's hilarious. Yeah. (laughs) Get out of my bed. (laughs) And honestly, I mean, when you think about it, this is actually very sweet. Yeah. Yeah. He's trying to protect her. Yeah. But he did promise his brother he wouldn't tell her. So he's just doing his own thing. Yeah. Yeah. He's in a rock and a hard place. Yeah. But elsewhere in town, Max arrives home, walking across what appears to be a bridge that's leading to his house. The camera follows him shakily as he begins to hear whimpering noises. When he rounds the corner, he finds his dog, Thorn, asking him if he's the one that's causing all the ruckus. He asked Thorn, right? Because yes. you almost made it sound like Thorn was like, Max, is that... Oh, yeah. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> is that you making like, Will you noise? calm the fuck down? <laughs> God damn, I'm coming home with all this noise. <laughs> but as soon as Max asks Thorn this, nay... <laughs> A gliding kite hits him in the back of the head and falls to the ground. He picks it up, seeing that it's shaped like some kind of bat that's also a psychopath. (laughs) (laughs) That bat looked wired. But Max looks around and all the lights around him go out and are soon replaced by the headlights of the Lost Boys, their motorcycles revving. I thought it was interesting that this is where the scene ends. Right. And we never learn. No. Yeah. Because I was like, um, oh, they got mad. Yeah, yeah, they got got. And, uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Michael arrives at the lair searching for star by torchlight. I say torch like actual torch. Yeah. Because yeah. I know our friends in the UK call a flashlight a torch. Which is very cool. The coolest yeah. thing ever. But no, it's fire. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> very primitive. But she's sitting alone on a bed and watches as he finds the bottle of wine. Realizing that she was right and that it was blood, he throws it across the room. She literally told yeah, you it did. was blood she did and that. told you not to drink it. Mm-hmm. She did both of those things. But I have to say, you know, that was also maggots and worms a second yeah. ago. I don't know that I would have not drank it because the rice was probably pretty good and warm. But yeah. what, <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that... It would taste... 
nasty. That's not what wine <laughs> tastes like. Maybe he doesn't well, know that varietal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Star makes her presence known and he asks her what's happening to him. She takes sympathy on him, embraces him, and caresses his face, telling him that she can't tell him and doesn't know how to help. Instead of telling him, she starts to kiss him, and accompanied by Cry Little Sister, they make it sweet, bathed in red light. I'm like, <laughs> this is not the time or the place. No. Where's Laddie, first of all? <laughs> he just sleeps somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> He's in another uh, uh, hole in the cave yeah. or whatever. <laughs> But isn't this what he wanted all, the, all it along? It is what it he is. wanted, but we're kind of dealing with a new set of circumstances here. Yeah, but there's always time to get to it get in. To get it in? Yeah, yeah, it's all right. in. Yeah. I mean, I understand multitasking. But. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, fuck, we got about 10 minutes. It's all right. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Now, well, in all fairness, because that is one of the things that bothers me on social media is if you like complain about problem A, people are like, well, what about problem B? Yeah. It's like, eh, we can do both. Two different yeah. things. Two different yeah, things. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I have, I have a big brain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we're treated to POV shots of the Lost Boys gliding through clouds and over the open water, eventually descending upon the entrance to their lair. So real quick, hmm. this whole thing went in when they started, you know what I mean, getting it sweet or whatever. Are, are you, and then I was like, is this oh what my. vampire sex is like? Because it shows them going through the air. I was like, that like, doesn't look too bad. <laughs> His eyes are white and he's just gliding. <laughs> mentally through the clouds <laughs> that's pretty interesting um there was a very cool combination of uh camera tricks that they used to do this starts with a helicopter through the clouds mm -hmm. and then it ends with a camera operator on a crane and then a steady cam as the camera operator just runs through wow. the cave <laughs> and like it looks it great looks cool. great though yeah, it looks yeah. really really cool and remember this shot because there's something funny I learned about it later. All right. <laughs> but Michael, sleeping next to Star, rises up and looks around. He looks at his hand, which just last night was damaged by Nanook's bite, but now is fully healed when he removes the bandage. I was like, y'all went to sleep? Mm. Like, this isn't her <laughs> yeah. house. No, no. <laughs> she is cohabitating with a yeah. lot. <laughs> and they were just going to kick your ass like... <laughs> yeah. For no, over nothing. For, yeah. <laughs> I will also say I thought... Vampires needed to drink to heal? Well, I mean, there's different kind of vampires. All right. You, you know know needed I mean? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a little sex got him. a sex real. vampire. Yeah. <laughs> but Michael arrives home that morning to find his mother waiting for him. This was very odd to me because I thought with what we just saw that shot. Yeah. Them in bed together in the morning. They were about to get caught. Exactly. That's yeah. what I thought too. But he's like, well, I'll just go home, yeah. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> See you later, Star. <laughs> She's like, here's some cab fare. Yeah. <laughs> But due to his recent absences and behavior, Lucy asks him if they're still friends or not, and he says that they are. She suggests that they talk like friends do then, and asks him to take off his glasses. He reluctantly looks at her when she asks him to, and says they can talk about anything he wants, if it's a girl, whatever it is. But he just says that he's tired, and what he's currently dealing with, she wouldn't understand. When she finishes his sentence with him, he just walks away. Well, it's like, come on, man. Yeah. Your mom is so nice and yeah. she's trying. Yeah. And and it is about a girl. Yeah. So yeah. she was right. She was. Let's uh, chat. Yeah. yeah. You've clearly fallen in with 
with the bad crowd. <laughs> <laughs> what makes me laugh is that he's still like so brooding and pissed off. It's like, dude, you just had a really good night. Yeah. yeah and didn't you get what you wanted? Yeah. And he's like, mm, but yeah. Fucking <laughs> shut up, mom. Yeah, but David's still technically your boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> but he goes into the house to find grandpa and Sam. Grandpa remarks that it appears that he wasn't the only one who got lucky last night. Grandpa, please. Fucking grandpa. Yeah, yeah. I told you, dude. And it's gross because that widow is just trying to grieve and he's like, hey. Yeah. <laughs> I got my taxi. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> Sam, however, is in a much more serious mood asking Michael if he took care of everything. And instead of answering, Michael just leaves the room. Yeah, he's like, I take care of something. <laughs> <laughs> like, one problem. Yeah. Solved. <laughs> Not what you're referring yeah. to. but. Yeah. <laughs> But later, Lucy parks her car in front of Max's house with Sam riding passenger. She's dropping off a bottle of wine as an apology, which she says is an apology that Sam should be making. He's like, Mom. But he really should. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it's all his es- fault. Especially if your cover story is just that you were reading a comic book and yeah, got, scared. got scared. Yeah, Then, yeah, you really should be apologizing. Yeah. Ruined your mom's first date in years. <laughs> yes. But he just sits in the car. Lucy says that she's going to walk up to the house so nobody steals the wine. And Sam just stays, like I said, reading another one of his horror comics in the car. He turns the page and we see a drawing of the Hounds of Hell, one dog in particular up front going full Cujo. Just then, we see Thorne rushing out to greet Lucy. But as she says hello, he immediately snaps at her and begins barking ferociously. I was like, oh, so Thorne has seen some shit. Yeah. Because I'm thinking Max is dead. Yes. Nah. (laughs) (laughs) But when he does this, Lucy just turns tail and runs back to the car, dropping the bottle of wine and barely making it over the fence with the help of Sam as Thorne chews off a piece of her dress. As Thorne tries to break through the fence, Lucy and Sam return to the safety of the car. So that I was having two schools of thought Mm -hmm. in this moment. I was like, okay, so we literally just learned about the hounds of hell. Yeah. And then they're like, and here's Thorn. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm like, oh shit. So that means Max is a vampire. But I was like, or maybe Thorne's just a dick. He didn't say hello earlier. Yeah. Right. (laughs) You know? Or maybe he senses that she was around a vampire because she was with her. And the dogs are clearly perceptive to it. Either way, Thorne was coming for that ass. Even trying to get through the fence. He was not. Yeah. I'm not done. (laughs) Don't think this wood stops me. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But we cut to Sam telling the Frog Brothers about the incident, saying that Thorne was chasing his mom around like the hounds of hell. It's like, yeah, we saw the comic. Yeah. We know. <laughs> the Frog Brothers say that they've been aware of vampire activity in town for a while now and are even convinced that ghouls and werewolves occupy positions of power at City Hall. Like, you had me at vampires, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now I got a ghoul running for office. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about all this. Do you have a comic for that? Yeah. Councilman Ghoul? I don't know. know. But Alan tells Sam that he'll feel better if he just goes home and kills his brother. Yeah, he's like, back to the killing your brother (laughs) part, though. You're still cold on that? Or is he warming (laughs) up a little? But Sam says that Michael isn't a vampire and that it says in the comic that if you kill the head vampire, all half vampires will return to normal. Considering his reflection and the fact that he's been in the sun, it's clear that Michael is a half vampire. Marge is the head vampire. Yeah, we, to, yeah. we, we know this. She yeah. has a life outside this house, you know. <laughs> I, that's, that's all I was thinking about during no, this no, whole. You're that vampire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a moment later that very much. Yeah. But 
Edgar asks if Michael knows who the head vampire is, but Sam says he doesn't. This means Sam has to kill Michael, and if he doesn't do it, the Frog Brothers will. Sam says this all started when his mom started working at Max's video store. He says Max comes home after dark, Thorns an evil piece of shit, it's all coming together. I guess I it's it's kind it's loose yeah <laughs> <laughs> because he's like and then we'll kill Max. It's like, it's wait, like, yeah. what? <laughs> I feel like you don't have enough evidence. For yeah, me. <laughs> because he's trying to replace my father. Yeah. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. What is this really? The Frog about? Brothers like we're not about to be accessories <laughs> <laughs> to any non non vamp killing, right? <laughs> <laughs> but he then reads a passage from the comic. Vampires require a daytime protector, a guardian to watch over them as they sleep. Fierce dogs, the hounds of hell, are often employed for that purpose. This is when I was like, we better get a Nanook Thorn fight. Yeah. And if, yeah. If we don't, <laughs> but we don't. We don't. <laughs> <laughs> he says if it turns out his mom is dating the head vampire, the Frog Brothers can stake him and save the town. He hits them with the old Superman tagline he said earlier, mm-hmm. and so they agree to investigate Max. That night, Michael gets ready to leave the house, snuffing out a candle with his fingers. Like, he's a vampire now. That doesn't matter. (laughs) (laughs) He can do that now. But he tries to talk to Sam before heading out, but Sam slams the door on him. You're scary, Michael. (laughs) I'm sorry, because he closes the door. Michael's like... Yeah, he's offended. (laughs) You're fucking scary. I'm afraid of you. You tried to eat me last night. Yeah, you were floating. Yeah, but he hasn't since then. (laughs) (laughs) So he's got a 24 hour. He hasn't been home either. He's in post coital like bliss. He's not trying to eat anybody. He's like, no, dude, I'm satisfied now. (laughs) (laughs) Right, I'm not that kind of vampire. (laughs) But downstairs, Lucy cooks dinner, which Grandpa is excited for, only less so when he learns that Max is coming to dinner at 8 o'clock. Grandpa's annoyed about having people over. I guess, you know, he got to throw out his toe knife and (laughs) (laughs) putting on airs. It's 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 like a whole thing. thing. But Lucy notices Michael heading out and stops him. She wants him to meet Max when he comes over, but Michael says that he has other plans. Is this what having a teenager is like? Mm -hmm. It seemed very... Oh, my God. I have other plans. Ah! I, I've, I'm not going to lie. I remember me and my brother doing shit like that when my mom would ask us to do stuff. I'll be back. I'm going to go with my friends. It's like, all right. And then she'd and be mad that? at us. Well, yeah. Oh, no, we'd get beat. Oh, <laughs> God. <laughs> but, you know, not really, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. You're a teenager. It's like, yeah, whatever, mom. Of course. Yeah. Like that, uh, the rebellious. Yeah. Now, he his rebellion is fueled by... Vampirism. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> More than, I guess, uh, hormones or right. whatever. But <laughs> as he opens the door to leave, he bumps right into Max, who is bearing a bouquet of flowers. He kindly introduces himself, but Michael's reception is cold as a corpse. Max, in a seeming attempt to respect boundaries, says that Michael is the man of the house, and he's not coming in until he's invited. This is vampire behavior. Yes. Michael invites him inside and Max thanks him. Mm. Now this to me, of course, interesting. Yeah. But it's honestly, in my mind, maybe the smartest moment in the film. Yeah. This whole dinner thing is pretty great. True. Yeah. But Grandpa watches the whole thing, appearing almost in disbelief before shutting himself inside his Texas chainsaw room. Yeah, that, that's an interesting <laughs> yeah. moment. That too. Yeah. Yes. And I didn't even think about it until I watched it again. Yeah, same. I was like, huh. Yeah. I thought he was just mad someone's trying to date his daughter or something. Yeah. 
But Max jokes around with Lucy a bit before handing her the bouquet, along with an apology from Thorn. <laughs> I wrote it like that. I don't mean that he, like, Thorn did a handwritten. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's signed. It's all calligraphy. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's an assumed apology. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, things got a little rough <laughs> earlier. <laughs> Well, Thorne was asking Max earlier. Yeah, well, you, Thorne is very capable. Yeah. yeah. He's like, let's let Bark Guns be Bark Guns. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but Lucy laughs it off. And Max says that Thorne promises to behave if she comes back. The way he says it, though, is very suggestive. Yeah. Yeah. She says that that's sweet. But then he leans in to kiss her on the mouth. This is, again, fraternization. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely deplorable. But <laughs> this is when Sam walks in, introducing his guests for the evening, Edgar and Alan, the Frog Brothers. All right. Welcome, Frog Guys. <laughs> yeah. Guys. Yeah. Um, this would not have flown in my house, just being yeah, like, oh, it, also, there, yeah. these two other kids <laughs> yeah. are going for dinner. <laughs> these two kids that need to eat. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> A little warning, a little, you know, and I don't understand. I don't think that she would have said no. Yeah. Not Diane Weiss. No. no. <laughs> Never. But even though they're here for dinner, they're both still dressed like Rambo and yeah. looking super pissed. <laughs> Lucy is surprised that Sam has guests and he tells her that if they're in the way, they can just eat some peanut butter out of the jar in the kitchen. <laughs> Listen. It's very odd. Yeah. It's like, if it's, if it's that big of a deal, <laughs> you can just eat we'll scraps. Starve. We'll eat the scraps from the table. It's also, fine. peanut butter out of a jar. Don't don't knock that. Yeah. Well, no, that's not that's what we're joking shit. about here. <laughs> <laughs> that's honestly the best tasting peanut butter. And it's I, the best. I don't know why. I just thought it was funny because he's making it so to where she there's no way she would accept yeah. it. Yeah, if you don't, if there's not enough food, we'll just starve tonight. Yeah. That's fine. We'll just get real skinny in the face. Yeah. And, uh, it's like no, 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 sit down. But Lucy says that that's nonsense and that there's enough for everyone before introducing Max to Sam and the Frog Brothers. But later at dinner, they're all digging into some spaghetti, but Lucy remarks that someone at the table has bad breath. The Frog Brothers suspect Max, of <laughs> course, but we see Nanook is now on the table, breathing right into Lucy's yeah, face. Yeah, that was I, a lot. <laughs> I laughed out loud because that dog was not... No, no, no. I like that oh, when no. she said that. It wasn't even in the room. <laughs> it was just that cut was very, very funny. Yeah. It was too much. But Sam scolds him and tells him to go upstairs. At Edgar's silent request, another test is in order with Sam passing the Parmesan cheese to Max. Max uses it, takes a bite of his food, and immediately begins to cough. Well, when he's putting it on his food, I was like, that is not no, Parmesan no, cheese. No. And Lucy's like, Sam shredded it himself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's just trying to show off for him yeah. as well, or show Sam off to him. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's a good kid. He's a real good kid. But Max says that that's not cheese. It's garlic. Sam's like, I bet you hate garlic, don't you? <laughs> I was like, oh my God. But Max says that he likes garlic. It's just too much. This is when Sam calls an audible, offering Max some water, but intentionally spilling all of it on him. And like exclusively in the dong area. I don't, yeah, know. I don't, I, I don't know what the water was uh, <laughs> supposed to brew. They didn't bless it. Yeah, no, it's not like he's... They're accusing him of being the witch from the witch. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then he starts melting. None of that. Yeah. I, I didn't get that at all. But Sam does ask if it burns, but Max says that it's cold. He's like, it's actually quite refreshing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but the Frog Brothers are pissed and go for another test, shutting off all the lights and snuffing out all the candles. 
They're surprised that Max isn't glowing in the dark, but then they cut the lights back on, surprising Max with a mirror who is startled when he sees his own reflection. This whole time I was like, you know the mirror thing. Yeah. You saw your brother fucking see through in the mirror. Yeah. Yes. Why are we playing playing on these garlic games? Like you we could put the stress yeah. right now. Yeah, I <laughs> really didn't get that at all. And I will say that this mirror bit is the only point of contention I have. I get I'm we'll talk about it later. Yeah. But the only thing I can think of in my mind is that maybe someone is more special than the other ones. All right. Yeah. <laughs> That's an answer. We'll, we'll talk. We'll talk. But Lucy has had enough, and Max says that he knows exactly what's going on. He says he knows what Sam is thinking, but he's wrong. He's not trying to replace his father or steal his mother away. Phew. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it made me laugh because his suit kept changing wetness yeah. in between okay. shots. Yeah. That's funny. I just felt so bad for Lucy. This woman's just out here trying to get her groove back and yeah. her kids are being fucking awful. Like in her point of view. Yeah. yeah. Well, in, in her point of view, it's uh, Michael's all right, but Sam, <laughs> Sam slipping. <Yeah. laughs> that was a lot. Sam. <laughs> but he says that he just wants to be Sam's friend. But then he excuses himself and Lucy's like, thanks a lot. <laughs> well, damn. But she goes to follow Max out and apologizes for Sam's behavior. But Max says that kids that age need discipline. Lucy disagrees with his assessment and Max calls her a protecting mother. He proposes one more try at this dinner at his house tomorrow. She agrees and they share a kiss before he leaves. Grandpa, though, watches from his room, not at all enjoying what he sees. No, it's funny because he's like, I won't bring my vicious dog. You don't bring your shitty kids. <laughs> like, it'll be a nice it night. It should work out just fine. <laughs> yeah. But at the boardwalk, Michael finds the Lost Boys grabbing David by the jacket and asking where Star is. David tells him to take it easy. And if he ever wants to see her again, he better come with them. I felt like it's a little off target for his first thing to be where star. Yeah. Not you turn me into a vampire. Exactly. You son of a bitch. I tried to eat my brother. You son yeah, of a bitch. Yeah, but Any, anything, yeah, anything it's else. Like, if you eat, if yeah. banging my girlfriend, that's all I would, I mean, cause why is he? And also as well, if you ever, now, now it sounds like he's holding star hostage. Yeah. If you ever oh, want to yeah, see her again, yeah, yeah. that's your girlfriend, dude. What the fuck? See, this is where well, I started to get a little confused. <laughs> well, we're assuming that's his girlfriend. That's a that's a fair point. She We're, did ride on his motorcycle. Yeah, All we've seen her but, do is ride on his motorcycle. Yeah. But Laddie was riding on the back of somebody else's, and I don't think he's with anybody in this group. <laughs> he's well, a random. Uh, yeah, he doesn't belong but, to anyone. He's just a but how trail. else was he supposed to get home? Yeah. How else was Star <laughs> supposed to get home? With her boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> but see how quick it. <laughs> He didn't even care about being a vampire. No. He had sex That's with her I'm one saying. time. And then That's he's it. like, where's oh, Star? Yeah. yeah. See, we were talking about the ability to multitask. He does not have that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because he also promised his brother that he would figure it out. And he's oh, like, where's Star? Yeah. Star, 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 Star. Yeah. But we see them ride to a nearby beach, hopping into a tree to scope out a bonfire. The party goers are actually the surf Nazis from earlier. Greg's friends. Right. 
Uh, fun little fact: He huh. is here with them. They just changed his hair oh uh, <laughs> to a different style, but he's definitely in That's this group ridiculous. again. That's yeah. ridiculous. Like you're not supposed to notice. It's yeah, messaging about grief. Like Maybe. they never really leave us. Yeah, yeah he's, or it was a mistake. <laughs> yeah, either way. <laughs> either way. <laughs> but that makes more sense because what's about to happen? I did not understand why it was happening. Why they're getting mad? Yeah. But these petty ass dudes. Yeah. Okay, I get it now. I will say then it's it makes even less sense that it's you know this group because their friends have just died right yes but they're listening to walk this way by run tmc <laughs> and aerosmith and it's very very upbeat yeah it's incredibly I'm, I'm, just, I'm like huh i guess they're you know working through it yeah. you would think they'd be listening to dream on by aerosmith yeah. instead no, no. no it's it's walk this greg, way greg greg would not want us to be yeah. sad no, no, no. <laughs> greg, backseat levels <laughs> talk to what daddy's saying like what the fuck and they're just they're dancing around the bonfire yeah. oh well, no they're having that's why i did not equate them to anyone that we'd seen before because yeah. they are living their best life <laughs> this must be a different group of folks the thing though that's very funny to me is that they choreographed this entire scene to mm. this song oh no this is great <laughs> and it, 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 yeah. it works and it fits they said that if aerosmith and run dmc had said no they don't know what they would have done oh wow oh so they did it before they even yes they're like we gotta putting all your eggs yeah. in <laughs> But David calls Michael over, who finally gets off his bike when David tells him that he doesn't want to miss this. In shadows, and his face framed by the golden light of the fire, David says initiation is over, and it's time to join the club. He leans in from the shadows, revealing yellow, red-ringed eyes, a sadistic face, and a sharp, fanged smile. I do want to talk about the design of the vampire look in this mm -hmm. film. Because Schumacher had said, you know, he didn't really want to go for something that was like too monstrous. Right. Mm -hmm. He wanted them to maintain some of their personality. Mm -hmm. And I think that this not only does that very well. Oh, yeah. But the design itself looks really good and still holds up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I had paused it just to take some notes and I looked back at the screen and the teeth look like fully in Kiefer Sutherland's mouth. Yeah. yeah. No, it look, looks really good. Like I was very surprised. I do want to call out the makeup designers who were Academy Award winners, Greg Canham, and a very familiar name to both of you, V. Neal. Love, oh, right. love yeah. V. Neal. Yeah. I was oh, like, yeah. you did that? Yeah, yeah, that is so fucking cool. But Michael recoils in horror as all the Lost Boys reveal their true vampiric appearances, growling and laughing maniacally as they swoop down to feed on the surf Nazis. Say vampiric appearances. Dude, Three times yeah, yeah. <laughs> whatever you hear on the show, it was edited twice. Yeah. <laughs> but blood is spilled, throats are chewed, necks are broken, and scalps are scalped. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's a ton of like quick edits. Yeah. And it's surprisingly gruesome, again, from the tone that we've been experiencing oh, so yeah. far. Yeah. But whenever I saw this, I was like, this is really good horror. Oh, yeah. yeah no, it's great. Fantastic. It is really. Oh, yeah. They're having so much fun. Like, I was like, <laughs> when do I get to go in? Yeah, can I drink? Yeah, no, no. Happening? I'll <laughs> drink the fucking wine. I, yeah. well, I was just like, they could have at least let them hear the solo. That's like, they, true. They, they, that was just That mean. was very cool. Yeah. That's a great part of the song is what we're. <laughs> <laughs> but the Lost Boys call out to Michael as they feed, his eyes changing color to appear like theirs. They howl into the night as the guitar solo of the song hits, throwing the drained corpses into the fire. Michael, however, fights the temptation, falling out of the tree and rolling down a hill. 
Now satiated, the Lost Boys ascend that hill, looking down on Michael and telling him that he knows what they are. And even more, he knows what he is, too. He'll never grow old and he'll never die, but he must feed. I'm okay with that. Can I, like, I mean, I don't know, <laughs> like, thirst, like, just go to, like, blood places or whatever? <laughs> Hospitals? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like I gotta hit the blood store. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, you know what? I don't the know. Blood play, the blood plays. <laughs> I feel. I feel like being a vampire would be pretty okay if you could still eat real food. But you're dead, so you can't like shit. So they were eating Chinese. Yeah. Oh wait a minute. Yeah. yeah. See now we're breaking all kinds of rules. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe this doesn't sound so bad. Right. Yeah. And then you can change what other people are eating too. <laughs> <laughs> for, for no good reason <laughs> just a prank for whatever but no this isn't sounding too bad and honestly i mean until i see some proof about garlic i think i'm uh yeah. crossing my fingers well, well we'll see all right one thing i will say i love the score here as they're on the top of the hill mm-hmm. also it's a great shot but the organ that sounds is fantastic oh yeah i did see that the score was done by thomas newman who not only is the cousin of Randy Newman. <laughs> I was uh, right. I was literally about to joke oh, Randy yeah. Newman's brother. Well, close. close. Yeah. Very close. But he's also been nominated for 15 Academy Awards. Damn. God damn. And he scored The Shawshank Redemption. Okay. Hey. All right. Great film. But David wipes the blood from his face as they all laugh and Michael looks away from them. But back at the house, Sam wakes up to find a taxidermy owl right next to his bed, scaring the shit out of him. Yeah, Grandpa, yeah. stop. He's like, if he stops, he needs to stop. Yeah. I, was, I was um, wondering if this served a purpose. Right. Uh, because I still had my suspicions about Grandpa. Okay. Um, about him knowing more or possibly being mm. more and that this was a way of protecting Sam because he mm. keeps putting it right next yeah. to his bed. But again, we don't. No. <laughs> we don't yeah. get any of that. It's just he's, he's quirky, man. That's yeah. all. <laughs> Grandpa's just weird. That's all we get. That's all we need. But when Sam goes to put it in his closet, he opens it up to reveal that it is full of animals. So he has See, been doing that's this. What, that's why I was like, oh, this means something. But it doesn't. Nah, not really. <laughs> But when he closes his closet, he reveals Michael standing next to his window, once again, scaring the shit out of him. Michael tells him it's okay and that he knows what he is now. We been new. Yeah. Like, you're kind of the last horse to cross the finish line on this one. There's, there's a lot of moments following this where Michael just tells other characters what we all already yeah. know, <laughs> yeah. which is kind of strange to me. Michael's yeah. like, have you ever heard of vampires? <laughs> <laughs> But Sam pleads for his life, saying that he's basically a good kid and that he can help him if he tells him who the head vampire is. He thought it was Max, but he was wrong. This is when outside the window, Star calls out to Michael and they open it up and she tells him that she has to come up there and talk to him. Michael declines the offer, telling Sam to close his window and lock his door. But when Michael walks toward the door to, I guess, meet Star outside, before he can even leave, Star has levitated through the window and is now in the room. I like that we don't see any levitation. We just kind of hear wind and then she's she's there. (laughs) I feel like that was the cheapest way to do it. (laughs) But of course, Sam freaks the fuck out and hides under his sheets. But Michael says that Star knows where David took him tonight, and Star admits that she does and that it's all her fault. She says if they hadn't have met and if they hadn't have liked each other, but she does say that she tried to warn him. She did. 
Yeah. But, I, I mean, mean okay, hold on, hold second. on. Yeah, because she did bait second. him into it, and then she warned him. Yeah. May, at, okay, we're sitting having a cup of coffee. You're about to drink your coffee. I've the, uh, my my other friends have already <laughs> have already fucked with you. They've already maggoted and wormed you yeah. <laughs> all evening. And then I'm like, hey, nay, that coffee's diarrhea. Don't drink it. But you, and she then didn't you're like, say fuck it. you. She didn't yeah. say it like that. She was like, don't drink it. It's blood. Yeah, but not she. Mad. You probably don't want to do yeah. that. Yeah, but she. There was not enough urgency there. <laughs> I think if she was more urgent, or if she like put it, her hand on his right. arm, or was like, Michael, <laughs> 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 don't fucking drink it. <laughs> And said she was like, hey, don't drink that. <laughs> it's blood. And or, he's like, whatever. Yeah, or say, you're going to turn into a vampire. That, please yes. Yeah. Why maybe, can't maybe, you say that? that. Yeah. Maybe say that. <laughs> so that's, again, her saying that she tried to warn him is a little bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Michael is like, this is when I was talking about, about him saying stuff we already know. He goes, that night in the cave. <laughs> That wasn't wine they gave me. No, Michael. Yeah. <laughs> it was David's blood. Yeah. I think like, yeah, you already know. had an idea. Yeah. And like you said, we she, all did, knew. she yeah. didn't warn him late, but you were told. And I will say again, so I, I was already weird enough about David drinking that blood out of the thing, but learning that it's his own blood. Yeah. Vampires can do that? David can. Like, yeah, he <laughs> right. can. I don't know. Cool. But Sam, of course, freaks out at this, the fact that his brother drank blood. But when Michael says that he's just like David now, Star interrupts him, telling him that he's not. He's like her and Laddie. She says, you're not one of them. Sam interjects, until you make your first kill. Sam's been reading. Yeah. He's been studying mm-hmm. this. His urgent fear is very funny to me. <laughs> <laughs> Everything Sam says is Because he's like wrapped up. Yeah. That's <laughs> very, very funny. But- Michael learns that he was supposed to be Star's first kill. It's what David wanted, but she couldn't do it. She cares about him too much, but when she touches his face, he bats her hand away. Bats? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Trying some uh, jokes here. (laughs) I want to say this bothered me quite a bit because it feels very odd of a motivation for the Lost Boys and for Star. Right. Because... If that were the case, they spent a lot of time hanging out with this dude, feeding him blood, rice, and all this shit. But you would think that if that was the whole point, she'd be like, eat him, Star, now! (laughs) But that never happened. I think that was the motivation to get him to kind of go with them. But you're turning him into a... You're currently turning him into a vampire. My, My interpretation... Of what was happening was that that was the plan, and then he they were like, "This is kid is real good on a motorcycle." Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, some, something changed. What that night? Yeah, yeah, because they were like, "Nah, nah come on to the hideout, yeah, man!" Like that, they ended up liking him. I don't, I don't know. They're piercing each other's ears. Yeah. I don't fully know what <laughs> happened. Screen. Yeah. There, there was some kind of bonding that he was like, "No, nah, we'll make him a vampire." Right. Like this kid's as cool as fucking Laddie, Wait, man. So- <laughs> 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 who is apparently the shit. <laughs> <Who's> the shit? <laughs> <laughs> but you're telling me that he, him seeing Star in that crowd during uh, the hip shaking man's uh, yes. saxophone right. solo, he was supposed to notice her, right? I, or, or he just did, and then that first night she just got on the motorcycle, and David's like, "That's that's him. That's the guy that you're gonna turn." But then I mean, the, I the literal like next night, I, I like, feel like let's make him a vampire. They're leaving a lot of the work well, to us. <laughs> <laughs> well, did you read the novelization of the Lost Boys? <laughs> I mean, again, though, if you go back to Dracula, uh-huh. 
he controls you with his speech, with his right. with his eyes, with his. So it's the same thing. She could have seen him. She is or a that. vampire at but, this point. But so she's half, fall, yeah. That's half. that's the other problem. No, no, no. For me, no, you're <laughs> right. You're right. Half. But, yes. But maybe she's like, yeah, you'll follow me. Uh-huh. And then when they went, he didn't follow him that first time. So when they did get to the cave, she's like, look, I'm not doing this. And he's like, okay fucked around now we're gonna just or turn that. him but I think, you like him okay now he's just gonna be like one of us now I, what are you gonna do i think the issue is that we've had to be like or or maybe i just i don't know i feel like there should have been i don't know something's missing for me right i would have liked for i don't know i don't even know what because <laughs> <laughs> the, the the weird the weird thing i'm enjoying the movie a lot yeah yeah, yeah that's but the no, thing it so, is weird this yeah. is all very loose yes you know what i mean the way it is and it maybe it is part of the inclusion of the love triangle later right right where they're trying to fit it all in make it make sense and mm. then they're missing a few things okay yeah. a few threads but star says that she came here to tell him that it's not too late for him but she's weak and it's getting harder and harder to resist she came here tonight hoping he'd help her and Laddie, but he just pushes her away laughing and she makes a hasty retreat through the window. Now, he <laughs> pushed her away. Yeah. And so she leaves and then he runs to the window and he's like, Star! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, you? It's like she asked you for help, bro. You're yes. supposed to chase me, though. Yeah. Like, I'm just supposed to, I'm like play mad. I wasn't for real uh, mad. He You're pushed supposed her. to be like Michael. <laughs> but Michael, please. That's, uh, no, I'm not into this at all. <laughs> But it's like we're toxic. <laughs> Maybe we shouldn't. We should go our separate ways. We've known each other for three days. <laughs> <laughs> but Sam screams out for her not to kill anyone until they get back to her, which very loose, but oddly reminded me of Dante and Clerks when he's like, "Try not to suck oh, any." Yeah. You know. <laughs> but who knows? But Sam immediately phones the Frog Brothers, who arrive the next morning on their bikes. Sam lets them inside, and I think they're still here thinking they're going to kill Michael. Yeah. Because they come in ready. <laughs> but we see Grandpa outside building a fence with rather sharp wooden posts. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> but he looks up, and he sees Michael, Sam, and the Frog Brothers abscond with his Skyliner, Sam asking a little too late if it's okay to borrow the car. This is when I was like, I knew y'all were going to steal your grandpa's fucking car. I knew be. it. His grandpa's reaction is kind of muted, though. Yeah, he's like, ah, kids. Well, because <laughs> because it was so. Oh no, we we're we're not driving it. Oh no, you don't like this is mine, and we don't even take it to town. Yeah. And he's just like, oh man. Right. <laughs> like I thought, Fair <laughs> you enough. would think he'd be more upset, but yeah. no. not so much. But the group arrives outside the vampire lair. The Frog Brothers getting out of their car to check their weapons. Michael says he doesn't want Sam going in there. This isn't a comic book, and the Lost Boys are brutal killers. But Sam says, so are the Frog Brothers. I've seen no proof of this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Michael says if something happens, he won't have the strength to protect Sam, but Sam offers him protection. He says even though he's a vampire, he's still his brother. But that was very sweet. Yeah. Edgar warns Michael, if he gets even the slightest bit vampy, there's a stake with his name on it. Sam's like, chill out. <laughs> He's like, we need to establish yeah. a few things. <laughs> we know. We know what's going on. But Edgar does kind of appear to agree that he might have gone a little yeah. too far. <laughs> but the group heads down into the cave, Alan remarking, holy shit, vampire hotel. They stumble upon Star sleeping in bed, Edgar ready to stake her before being shouted away from her by Michael. 
Lamenting that the vampires have rotten tempers, Edgar and Alan rush off to find the others. Michael stays behind, waking Star from her sleep, and he says that he's here to take her away from here, but she implores that he take Laddie first. I laughed because her response had no urgency at all. Yeah. She's she's asleep, man. Yeah, yeah but still. <laughs> it's like, I'm is, fucking tired. It's very yeah. serious. She responded like he was like, you want a bacon or sausage on your uh, breakfast sandwich? And she's like, uh, Laddie. <laughs> see, <laughs> see what Laddie wants. <laughs> But the Frog Brothers feel a draft behind some planks of wood heading inside with Sam. The place is infested with flies, which Edgar sees as a good sign, so they continue deeper. So according to the commentary, Schumacher had said that they had, like we had said, the maggot wrangler, Mm -hmm. the worm wrangler, and a fly wrangler. All right. So they used real flies for this scene. But the problem was the flies, because of the long hours of uh, filming. <laughs> <laughs> they went on strike. Yeah, no, 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 yeah. They're like, this is fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Um, they were starting to multiply. Uh-huh. And they were multiplying in the sets. Oh, shit. You mean to tell me these flies were doing math? Yeah. <laughs> like, I guess they were like two times two. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, God. No, no, no. But um, they were multiplying and multiplying and multiplying and infesting the studio. And so after they finished production of The Lost Boys, other productions that came in to film here Mm -hmm. were having to suffer through a fly infestation. Oh, wow. So they were (laughs) fucking pissed. Of course. And then, of course, Schumacher's like, well, you know, I guess we could have just used sound effects and had them swat around at nothing, but we didn't. (laughs) Yeah, you could (laughs) have. Yeah. That's true. (laughs) a little late for that, but here we are. (laughs) But Michael brings Laddie outside, the waves crashing next to the bridge. The trio moves deeper into the cave, sickened by the smell of the vampires, as Michael returns to retrieve Star. That kind of shatters the illusion because vampires are like the sexy ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it sucks to find out that they have bad breath. <laughs> that is kind of it kind of shatters the uh Yeah. Yeah. But Sam and the Frog Brothers make their way down, searching for coffins, but are startled when they find the lost boys hanging from the ceiling asleep like bats. Sam screams, but Edgar throws his hand over his mouth. Mullet just dangling. Yeah. <laughs> I thought this was really, really cool. Yes, oh, yes, yeah. yes, they're like bats. Yeah. And then and they're like I know they're kids, uh-huh. but they're going in the fucking cave to they go are. do this. Maybe they There's are as hard as he said. There's a cave in the world that yeah. I'm going to go in. No. Oh, no, no, no. Fuck no. no. But all right, kids. I'm, yeah. I'm proud of them, personally. Yeah. yeah. I will say that this is what I was talking about as far as like switching up the vampire lore. Yeah. Because coffins are cool. I love the idea. Right, right. But this is very interesting. And right. the visual of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Schumacher said that the cave is like one big coffin. Right. Oh, yeah. And I was like, all right. Yeah. But Sam says that he thought they were supposed to be in coffins. But Edgar says that's what this cave is. I, he says it's one giant coffin. I guess it was him, not you, Michael. Same thing. It's, it's fine. The same yeah. It's fine. I will say that Edgar's voice is gruffer now. Right. He's on a mission. Yeah. Okay. He's got no time for the bullshit. Yeah. So like he's never talked like that before. He's grown up a lot. It's what yeah. this cave is. I'm like, are you, are you Batman? Are you Christian Bale's Batman? <laughs> But he says they're at their most vulnerable, and Sam says that they just have to kill the leader. But considering they don't know who it is, they just plan to kill them all. Why are y'all acting like it is not painfully obvious who yeah. the leader is? <laughs> You've seen them interact. Who was telling Marco to fetch some food? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but Alan's like, first come, first staked. Sam, again, the arbiter of comedy, he's like, you're really making vampire jokes yeah. right now? <laughs> it's like, dude. That is not funny. Yeah. <laughs> 
But the Frog Brothers climb up and stake Marco first with a good night, bloodsucker. Sam screams for them not to do it for some reason. Uh, maybe because like he was going to wake them up. Yeah. Or maybe it's like, we each take one. Like, we, we yeah, all start getting like, the same Hold on, <laughs> you get one, they're all going to wake up. Fair point. I just feel like these boys are fucking game and ready. Yeah. So I'm like, maybe they have staked some vamps before. Maybe those comics have, like, their exploits. I mean, yeah. because they're not even, like... No, yeah, like, he goes up there. We yeah. can talk a big game, but, like, actually doing it is something different. And they're just like, oh, no, we stake them. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> But Marco dies violently, leaking ooze all over the boys and waking up the other lost boys. The Frog Brothers drop down, Marco's writhing, dying body joining them on the ground with Sam. David threatens the boys, telling them that they're dead meat. He flips down to the ground, roaring at them as they rush to make an escape out of the way they came. Before they can make it out, David grabs Sam's leg, and it's a tug of war with him and the Frog Brothers. But they're able to drag him into the sunlight, David's arm catching on fire, and he retreats, promising to get them tonight. Yeah. I wonder if that's like a grease burn. You know what <laughs> I mean? <laughs> that, the, it was like, I was like, oh shit, that's fire, yeah. fire. Yeah. Like, but it's, it's interesting to me because Michael and Star are seen in the sunlight, but right. it kind of makes him just a little weak. Right. Yeah. David, full ass vampire. He's full. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but it's a really cool sight. Of course. Oh, yeah. yeah. When they leave and he's like, well, I'll, you know, I'll get shaking his fist or whatever. <laughs> he's got a tear coming down his face. And it was because the contacts, the, it was those big, hard oh, contacts. Yeah. And they were fucking stinging his eyes. And so that tear was literally from the contacts irritating his eyes oh, but wow. they were like it looks great because yeah. it's like <laughs> well, he's friend. having to restrain himself and and his friend just got sick. you know what i mean yeah yeah it really fits but it was a total accident that is awesome <laughs> <laughs> but sam and the frog brothers run back to the car outside trying to wake michael up to start it with star and laddie in tow the frog brothers say that they won't ride with vampires but seeing that staying here is the only other option they decide to break that rule today yeah well you know <laughs> it made me laugh too because michael's just like <laughs> passed out <Yeah>. in the <laughs> <back>. <laughs> like, i did my part dude i got <laughs> but sam gets into the driver's seat and speeds them away from there almost reversing them off of a cliff first before driving away this was obviously a stunt. Right. And there were stunt drivers and stunt passengers in the car for it. Yeah. But Schumacher said on commentary that the two Corys were pissed at him and kind of excommunicated him for like 24 hours because they thought they were going to get to do this stunt. Oh. <laughs> I was like, dude, you guys are balls. Yeah. Again. That's <laughs> a real kids. cliff. Yeah. Yes. And you're like 13. Uh, I was so like, we can stake vampires. Yeah. But we can't fucking drive off a cliff. I was confused at first. I had to rewind it because I was like, why did he reverse? Dude steps on the gas. Oh, shit. Yeah, because I was like, why did he do that? And then I rewound it and watched it. He has his foot on the brake. The other kid, I can't remember. Uh, oh. He, he, I can't remember if it's the other Corey or dude, but uh -huh. he steps on the gas and then they so all So his have, fault. Yeah. yeah. Don't do that. No, no. man. Hell no. <laughs> But when they make it to Grandpa's, everyone is brought inside, and Anuk is like, oh, you gotta be fucking yeah. joking me. <laughs> and he just barks at all the vampires. Sam takes him outside, and the rest of the group heads upstairs, but before they can make it up, Grandpa reminds them of the rule of filling up the car with gas if you take it without asking. But again, Grandpa is so unfazed yes. with everything he that's going sees on. Them carrying. That's that, why I was like, what's really going on? That was my next question. Hmm. So you see your grandson's 
and their friends carrying a child <laughs> and a woman covered by a jacket upstairs. Yeah. Not a what the fuck are what y'all is doing? Going on? What you yeah. know? Hey, uh, you guys want to explain this before you keep going? It's you can fill up the gas. <laughs> what the fuck? He's got his priorities. Yeah, I again. He's got to go to town. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I I was confused by this. I I swear that's one good thing about this movie is that there are a lot of moments that pop up. Okay, there are a lot of moments that pop up that are confusing that remain confusing. Yeah, yeah. But then there are others that seem confusing. Yeah, and then are totally explained. Yes, and I like that. But Sam joins everyone upstairs, and having failed Plan A, the non-vampires try to figure out a Plan B before the sun goes down. We cut to Sam arriving at the video store to meet up with his mother. He tells her, in front of customers no less, that Santa Carla is crawling with vampires. We talk a lot about the delivery of the message. Absolutely. And th- this isn't it. No, no not this at all. isn't it. <laughs> yeah. He tries to plead with her, but she's over it and not buying it. She thinks that since she's seeing Max tonight, Sam's just trying to ruin it. Sam says that he's not talking about Max. In fact, the hell with Max. He's like, Mom, nobody gives a shit about Max this morning. I'm sorry. That's not what this is. But this is a showstopper. Lucy telling him that she'll deal with him later. It's funny because there's a lady in the background like side-eyeing them. Yeah. Well, yeah. This, is a, this conversation is bonkers, yeah, dude. Yeah, it's sure. a lot. It's a lot. But he just rides outside with the Frog Brothers, telling them that they're on their own. They bust into a church, interrupting a baptism to fill canteens with holy water. Everyone stares at them. Sam kind of smiles like, hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know why he's so happy. I laugh because it's literally during a baptism. Yeah. Day yeah. That they bust in. It's nuts. It was hilarious. I did hear on commentary that they had to film that on a church set. Oh, wow. No church in town would allow them to do this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But they immediately bail, and back at home, they check in on Grandpa, telling him that the widow Johnson called, and he's supposed to pick her up at 7 instead of 8. Grandpa, who didn't even know that he had a date tonight, goes to get cleaned up. So I was like, they lied, right? Yeah. So what happens when he gets there, and she's like, no, I've got bridge tonight, or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Well, maybe they went and talked to the widow Johnson. They're like, Grandpa's pretty sweet on you. Yeah, Yeah, there's a lot of holes here. (laughs) It's like, I know you and my grandpa like banged the other night. (laughs) Do you want to do that again at like seven? Or I know he came and stuffed you or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Possibly last night, we don't know. (laughs) (laughs) But the Emersons and the frogs watch as grandpa leaves in his truck. And as soon as he's out of sight, they vampire proof the entire house barricades a fire in the fireplace a bathtub of holy water and garlic and then they also fill the guns water guns with that garlicky water i was laughing because they did not get that much holy water to no, fill they did that not. <laughs> and the guns well can you dilute holy water maybe they use some of the tub Maybe, water. yeah i guess but i did appreciate the giant bag of garlic yeah <laughs> bring that to my house yeah. for real but Star wakes up, worried that they'll be coming for her and Laddie, and Michael reassures her by telling her they'll be coming for all of yeah, them. Yeah, I was going to say, somebody <laughs> feels special, yeah, huh? Like, you God, and Laddie. Fucking selfish. <laughs> they just killed one of those guys. Yeah, dude. <laughs> they want to kick my ass since they met me. They're coming for you but and the boy? You. Sure. Get the fuck but out fuck of here. Us, yeah. right? Okay. But in the setting sun, we see amusement park rides, surfers calling it a night, and the bright lights of the boardwalk switching on. 
The remaining Lost Boys awake from their slumber in their cave, taking flight over the waters in POV shots and heading for the bright lights of the city for the Emersons. Now, remember when I said to remember that shot from before? Yes. They forgot to shoot a portion of them exiting the cave. Ah. And so what they did was they used that shot from before and reversed it. Ah, okay. <laughs> and you they can put see. that thing down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize that's that impressive. The waves are crashing backwards. Yeah, and it's like totally just straight there for you to see. Well, uh, I'm sure that yeah. like subconsciously it makes you feel weird seeing it that yeah. way. You yeah. know what I mean? Like that's smart. And it works because if Schumacher didn't tell me, I wouldn't know. Yeah, yeah. But I'm... then that means they are flying backwards <laughs> as well, which is kind of funny. <laughs> but at Max's house. Thorne senses their presence nearby and begins to bark before being silenced by Max, who sits having dinner with Lucy. Max asks why Lucy is so jumpy tonight, and she tells him it's silly, but recounts Sam's strange appearance at the store earlier. When Max promises not to laugh, Lucy gets ready to tell the story. But back at Grandpa's house, Edgar gives a pep talk to Sam and Laddie, telling them that no two vampires die the same, but they all try to take you with them when they go. Now, he gives a few specific examples. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Thought that was very good. But Nanook whimpers outside as a foul wind brings all the knickknacks around Grandpa's house to life again. He begins to bark, and Sam rushes to him, realizing he left him outside. I was like, I know y'all do not have him outside like this. Apparently. See, come on. This, to me, it reminded me of that scene in Signs. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. And I was like, huh, I wonder if M. Night was a fan. But they were like, no, nah, just just leave it. Yeah. <laughs> well, they did try to throw water on the Lost Boys. <laughs> but Michael runs to his brother to help him untie Nanook. And in POV shots, we see the Lost Boys getting closer and closer overhead. The Emersons are barely able to make it back inside with the dog after doing the standard horror movie fall. Yeah. yeah. The rest of the group rushes upstairs as Michael and Sam try to barricade the door. This is when Dwayne just busts through the fireplace, swinging on a chandelier and kicking Michael in the face. I was like, the fire didn't even matter. (laughs) (laughs) It meant nothing. But for some reason, upstairs, Edgar suggests killing Star and Laddie right now, which causes them to run. But in the chase, the Frog Brothers run into Paul instead, who backs them into the bathroom, knocking their weapons away. I don't know why he turned on them. I feel like we just needed to get everyone to scatter. Oh, like, yeah. I, I think that's what fair, it was. fair enough. <laughs> but Paul eyes the bathtub, telling them that garlic doesn't work. But when they throw a handful of holy water at him, he screams in pain as his face smokes and burns. This is battery acid, you slime. <laughs> I was like, garlic doesn't work, huh? Ah, interesting. interesting. But the Frog Brothers cower to the floor, and before he can descend on them, Nanook alley-oops his entire ass into the (laughs) bathtub, where he boils, bubbles, and burns to death, which causes ooze to shoot out all of the plumbing in the house. I was like, how are y'all going to explain this to your mom or grandpa when they come home? You wrecked the entire bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. Did that bathroom have like five sinks as well? I think it was the whole house. (laughs) I think it was the kitchen. I think it was everything. It also made me laugh again with the editing that we see Nanook jump on dude and throw him into the bathtub and then it cuts and he's just standing next to the (laughs) (laughs) So I guess you can tell what dog is. Exactly. Dog number one, dog number two. No, you just stand here and be cute. (laughs) Watch what you did. Well, the dog had to save him. He did? He did, yeah. He did his part. I will say Paul's like skeletal face in the tub. Yeah. 
in my view, he gets the coolest death in the whole film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, it is very fucking cool. Yeah. And even when they just throw the holy water in his face and it's all melted yeah. in that patch, it yeah. looks really fucking mm. good. It's fantastic. And I, f- I feel like he's the least consequential vampire, but he gets the best. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> so weird. weird. But in red light downstairs, Sam crawls around the living room calling out to Michael. He switches on a lamp trying to find Dwayne on the ceiling, but then returns to try to wake Michael up. Out of nowhere, Dwayne returns, pulling a screaming Sam to the ceiling. Luckily, Sam thinks fast and hits him with the holy water gun, and Dwayne drops him to the couch, his face smoking. Holy water gun was genius. Yes, it was. But Sam loads an arrow into a bow, shooting Dwayne down as he tries to swoop down on him. Dwayne crashes to the floor, but it's all a fake as it turns out Sam missed. He tells, I don't know why he says, he goes, you missed, sucker. I'm like, yeah. what the fuck? <laughs> it's just so weird. <laughs> but Sam loads a second arrow, shooting Dwayne through the heart, forcing him back into a stereo, which sparks as he screams and dies as rock music plays until he eventually explodes. That was shocking. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Very good. Yeah, Very yeah. good. Sam hits him with death by stereo (laughs) i saw in something that people were so like freaking out about that death that they had to extend it like like we talked about in jaws oh right that people were reacting too loud to hear the little line so they extended it and then he's like death by stereo or whatever they're like no they need to hear that But the Emersons run upstairs, but before Michael can make it to the top, David flips down, upside down, knocking him to the ground. He appears out of nowhere, sticking and moving and disappearing, just fucking with him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sam rushes to the Frog Brothers, where all three brag about their vampire kills, but Laddie, now in vampire form, suddenly bursts through a nearby bed, scaring the fuck out of them. The child has turned. (laughs) After quipping that it's the attack of Eddie Munster, <laughs> they advance on him to end his little life. I will say Eddie was a werewolf. Yeah. Well, you know. I, but then again, he's I, under a lot of stress. But yeah. I, <laughs> I thought Grandpa Munster was called Papa Munster, so yes, I can't really be the arbiter of the Munsters. <laughs> but Star then busts out of the closet, stopping them from killing Laddie. She holds Laddie back as well, who is ready to dine on some frog legs. <laughs> that was good. Thank you. But downstairs, David laughs as he continues to toy with Michael. We see his shadow move across the walls as he laments that he tried to make Michael immortal. Michael says that he tried to make him a killer before getting socked in the face. David laughs from the rafters, telling Michael that he is a killer. Michael then raises his face, and we see that he is vamping it up now. (gasps) Blood drips from his nose, and he licks it. Gross. Like Michael, yeah. Yeah, no, he's evil now. Yeah. Michael is yeah. there. Yes, he is. And the thing is, I did hear on commentary that they promised Jason Patrick that they would not make him wear any vampire makeup, and so he was fucking pissed when he found out he had to do this. Uh, so it's so funny that he's pissed off. Yeah, everybody. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the only person that still likes him is Diane Weiss. <laughs> But the two then fly towards each other and engage in midair battle, sailing back and forth, nearly staking each other. And just as David is about to get the upper hand, he tells Michael that he doesn't want to kill him and pleads once more for Michael to join them. He tells Michael that his blood is in his veins, but Michael reminds him, so is his. First of all, your blood is in my stomach. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not make this something that's... <laughs> we drank that. That was, that was not a transfusion. But he grabs David, impaling him on a stack of deer antlers. 
Bright lights shine down as David's body smokes and Cry Little Sister begins to play again. <laughs> poor Jack Bauer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you said poor Jack Bauer. Yeah. <laughs> I felt like it was a little anticlimactic because we started like at a 10 for right. deaths. And yeah. then they just kind of like started happening faster and less dramatically. And then for being... Well, I won't say the head vampire, right, but for right. being the leader of the Lost Boys, it was just like, and okay, all right, like, right. okay. I think that's what kind of shocked me again is I thought that the fight would go on longer as well. Right. And I think killing all the vampires was maybe five minutes of screen time. Like, literally, <laughs> it happened so fast. I was like, holy shit, David's dead too? Yeah. <laughs> I thought all he was right. going to kip up off the thing and he's like, it's not going to be yeah. that easy or something. But I, I I, feel like it's on purpose because it is. it's like you are supposed to be like, well, yeah. glad that's over. Yeah. <laughs> but... But he does die way quieter compared to his cohorts. Yeah. It is more dramatic than the other two or three, I guess. Yeah. But it does fit with everything that Edgar told them before. Yeah. Of the ways that they die. Right. Yeah. But Star rushes down to find the mess and Michael tells Sam and the Frog Brothers to get away when they rush down too. He's still full vampire and he doesn't want to be seen. But I was like... If he was the head vampire, you shouldn't still right. be a full vampire. No, you should be Michael. Michael, yeah. yeah. Having destroyed what they thought was the head vampire, they realize that they don't feel any different at all. Edgar says that that means there's still one more. Schumacher said on commentary that in 87, when people saw this first, mm-hmm. everyone was like, wow, I can't believe Grandpa's the head vampire. See, <laughs> l- listen, though. <laughs> Honestly... <laughs> It's kind no. of, you know, he's <laughs> no. he's got his secret bottles of root beer. That could be blood. It was he's brown. Yeah, it was a- uh, you don't, old blood is brown. <laughs> 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 he likes it aged like fine wine. Mm. It's just, I feel like from meeting grandpa, there's more to him. I'm not saying that he needed to be the head vampire or yeah. that, you know, whatever. <laughs> Maybe he's a vampire hunter. There's something to grandpa. There's something there that is kind of like like winked at the yeah, whole movie yeah. and then it's like, oh, no. Yeah. No. That's fair. I, right, yeah, so if no, he yeah, did turn out yeah. to be the head vampire, I'd be like, Grandpa, that's fucked up. Like, you got us living here. You that's knew what was happening. Yeah. You could have helped. You know what I mean? Right, right. So maybe that doesn't fully make sense, but I there's something to him. I mean, there, he's obviously hiding something. Yeah. I will say even, but you don't know what kind of powers the head vampire has because we have seen him in the sunlight, but you're the head vampire. Yeah. 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 So who knows? Exactly. He's like, (laughs) you can call me grandpa, but to everybody else, it's Mr. Van Helsing. (laughs) Like, (laughs) oh my God. (laughs) But Lucy arrives home with Max and they both rush inside. Sam and the Frog Brothers try to make up a bullshit story to Lucy in order to deflect, but Max makes a beeline for David's corpse. I, first of all, I'm like, hide the body yeah yeah well like, they didn't have a lot of time yeah, not the at all. <laughs> whatever i laughed out loud because he was like you remember that food fight me michael yeah, yeah. <laughs> as if that's gonna explain like, anything no, you are a terrible <laughs> yeah. liar he's like well he's come back for that ass so <laughs> that's why the house is fucked tonight was a rematch yeah. <laughs> but max touches david's face somberly as michael and star watch from the shadows in shock Lucy returns to the room and Max apologizes to her. It's all his fault. David and his boys misbehaved. But as he told her, boys need a mother. (gasps) I was like, oh, shit. Because it's like he is. No, he's not. No, he's not. 
Oh he shit! Is? <laughs> <laughs> this was really. I thought this was really fucking. No, cool. and this is the. They got me. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't even thinking about it, but because they did all the tests. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, ah. but the Frog Brothers have never come up against the head ever. Right. So True. you don't know the rules. Yeah. But this is when Sam does realize that he was right all along. Max is the head vampire. Yeah. Star says that Max is the secret that David was protecting, and he goes, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> "We're He's not even denying." Yeah, this like, right. He was very casual about it. Uh-huh. Um, but I would have liked a mention of any secret that David was keeping. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we didn't know about I that. I didn't know yeah. about that at all, <laughs> frankly. But Max reveals that he was able to pass the previous tests because he was invited into the house. That's so there right. you go. Yeah. I will say that I, I understand him passing, you know, the water test or whatever. The mirror, that's the only test I don't understand because that's just part of being a vampire. Well, right. not necessarily. But Maybe uh, you're under like you have a glamour on you or something. If they're like, no, come on in and you're just you're treated like one of the family and the family, yeah. <laughs> the family are human. Hey, wait. So if you say, if you, if you get invited into a house, can you stay there during the day? Maybe. You Ooh, don't know. Yeah. I'm not a vampire. Max, yeah. tell us more about <laughs> yeah. these, uh, these invitation rules. Lucy still thinks it's all bullshit, but Max says that he was after her all along. If they could turn Michael and Sam, there was no way that Lucy could say no. It was all going to be perfect. Just like one big happy family. This is a really good twist. Yeah. It's a really good twist. And it takes you back to that moment in the video store. When he first yeah. sees her. Yeah. I told you not to come here. Or that. Because yeah. you're my yeah. boys and you're not supposed to be doing this shit. That's number one. Uh, them visiting him at night with that bat kite. Yeah. Yeah. That was them just being dicks. Yeah. Like, dad. <laughs> yeah. Hey, dad. Can we go? Can we get some lunch money? Or whatever? <laughs> I'm thinking of when he first saw Lucy. Oh, yeah. And he's like, she would, she's motherly, you know, whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he told her. Yeah. yeah. He did. That night. Now, after offering to, you know, join families or whatever, Edgar offers the blood-sucking Brady Bunch. That's good. All right. Yeah, that's that's good. pretty good. I'll give him that. And then we get it. We, you, you guys watch TV. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Max turns toward them full vampire now. He says that he still wants Lucy. He hasn't changed his mind about that. Michael finally returns, though, reminding Max that he was not invited in this time. So it's not a standing invitation? Yeah, Yeah, he's like, no, you only have to do one. (laughs) (laughs) Michael rushes for Max, but is promptly overpowered. Max then proceeds to kick everyone's ass. (laughs) 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 Sam rushes for him, but is put into a headlock as Max reaches out for Lucy's hand, telling her it's so much better if she doesn't fight. Children are just a liability in a fight. <laughs> it's like, why did you run at him like that? He ran with no attack. He was just Neck like... held high. Yeah. <laughs> grab me, grab me. <laughs> you got it, boss. Yeah. But she takes his hand reluctantly, but just before he can bite her neck, Grandpa crashes through the front door in his truck. Michael, I guess, pushes... Right, he, jumps, he wakes up and jumps down and pushes Max in front of the so stake. So the last second. Yeah. So Max... He wakes up. Yeah. yeah. He's like, <laughs> He's like wait right, a minute. I this right? Well, <laughs> <laughs> he did throw him... Okay, so Max threw him up top and then he just goes to sleep. It looks yeah. like... <laughs> well, it's like after he got Star and Laddie out of the thing. He's like, like I'm going to take it out. Yeah, that was a lot of work. But Max is impaled by one of the wooden fence posts that Grandpa was carving earlier the shot of him taking the fence post to the chest, it reminded me a lot of Sam Raimi. Yeah. Like it was very Evil Dead. Yeah. And I, I loved it. Oh, yeah. 
but Max explodes into a ball of fire as everyone recoils from the flames and wind. At least he went out in a blaze of glory. Nah. Yeah. Nah. Is your uh, notes just puns? Don't look, yeah, nah. <laughs> don't look at my notes. <laughs> but coughing through the smoke, everyone regains composure and checks in on each other. Star, full of relief, tells Michael that it's over. An overjoyed laddie rushes down the stairs and Star scoops him up with a hug. Oh, yeah, he's okay. Yeah, I guess yeah, he's, he's all right. Fine. Are y'all going to take him <laughs> to his family? <laughs> that's my, that's oh, our yeah. last thing, yeah. You literally stole this boy. Somebody he's put, on the milk carton. Yeah, somebody yes. put him on the milk carton. They're paying Gandhi's <laughs> to put the picture on the thing. Take him home. Yeah. But Nanook barks, I'm assuming he's very happy too, as Grandpa steps slowly out of the truck. The Emerson family hugs each other, Lucy glad to see her boys alive and safe. The Frog Brothers, of course, are trying to figure out how much to charge for all of this. Yeah. <laughs> In their defense, they deserve something. Yeah. They do deserve something, but I think Grandpa's really the one, yeah. I guess, with the assist from Michael. Yeah, yeah. true. I will. I, I, I did laugh at the fact that he just crashed through his own living room. Yeah. Not really sure what was happening inside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm, I'm going to hit somebody. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what happens. <laughs> He was just about to bite his daughter. Like yeah. she was yeah. standing right next to him. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and there were more than one like fence posts on yeah. the thing. But all right. Whatever happens, happens. <laughs> but Lucy turns to the kitchen where grandpa pulls a root beer from his shelf, telling his daughter, one thing about Santa Carla I never could stomach. All the damn vampires. So there you go, Nay. Yeah. <laughs> that I to me and then it just ends yeah like that ending is perfect oh yeah but when he went and got his root beer I was like he's drinking blood yeah. <laughs> I'm the head vampire <laughs> no not at all yeah but they all just stare at him in disbelief as the fridge closes people are strange begins to play again as we fade to black and the credits roll so what did you guys think of the lost boys I I love this movie mm -hmm. I, and doing it for the show. It made me love it even more. Good. I know that there's a lot of things like when Thorne is running after her and uh, they she jumps the fence and he's trying to get through the fence. Mm -hmm. uh, it goes back and forth between the fence broken and the dog there and then <laughs> the fence being whole and the dog being there. Uh, it's like with Max's suit. Yeah. He was soaking wet, yeah, then he was dry, yeah. then he was a little wet, then he was dry. Uh, in one of the scenes when Michael's floating, you can see the harness. Uh, oh, shit. <laughs> I mean, there is thing, but again, it's, I don't feel like this is, uh, like, I know we go back to Hereditary a lot, but that movie's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's not like that. This is, you said what, horror comedy? Comedy horror. Comedy horror. Okay. Yeah. And it sticks to that and it works the entire time. I do want to point out it is very funny to me because I always I never really thought about horror comedy versus comedy horror. Yeah. Until you made that distinction. Oh no, yeah. And I'm like, you can there are films yeah, yeah. for sure that fall in yeah, either one. You can tell. Oh yes. yeah. Uh but this is this and then and I will I I will be completely honest the nostalgia i have for this movie hmm. is overshadowing anything that i see wrong with it that's, uh, that's and fair. i i i do and will continue to enjoy this movie no this was a fucking blast yeah mm -hmm. it, there's some things that you look and you're like wait what no oh yeah <laughs> like the whole yeah. you can tell that the love story was kind of added at the right. end because uh -huh. it's not fully fleshed out but you can't tell me that they're not gonna live happily ever after yeah. oh no <laughs> 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 take laddie back right. first and then y'all yes. go 
crazy kids get married. Yeah. Right. Is she in high school as well? Is she a teenager? I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, who knows? Um, well, she she's she could be eighty five years old. I don't know. She's a half vampire. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> right. Yeah. So uh that's not fully <laughs> fleshed out no um the thing with grandpa it's like thanks for warning us yeah you, know, you could have told us that and so you knew what was going on with michael the whole time if you've seen this and i mean right. that is a little confusing <laughs> to me still Wait, you. so you're telling me grandpa's just sitting from the shadows and he's like that boy's got the devil in him <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and just lets it go and doesn't like, tell anyone that's no, why he was <laughs> making mistakes because yeah. he's like oh. you know whatever i'm gonna have to kill my grandson yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh i think the casting is great it's yeah. it's just the right amount of funny in some instances it's ridiculous but it works um it's just a fucking good time mm. like you said you can't it's not precise like her, yeah. something like hereditary this is just for fun mm. yeah just have fun i mean that's what I this think that's, is yeah. yeah that's exactly right it's very good very fun yeah very 80s oh well, yeah. yeah which is a, a, a it's a plus yeah. pro for me yeah, that's yeah. not negative um i'm just surprised at how well it's aged right yeah and i can absolutely understand why there's a cult around this film mm. because i did i read somewhere that this was like one of the best-selling uh, VHS and DVDs. I bet. Whenever it came out. Yeah. Oh, shit. Like they were surprised because they're like, this movie is like yeah. whatever years old. Yeah. You know? And so I see why there is such an audience for it. I had a lot of fun. And yeah. the twist. And the twist. Yeah. It's got a, a surprisingly good twist. Oh, yeah. And the seeds that were planted, the twist makes sense. Yes. Yeah. That's, for me, the test of a good twist. Oh, yeah. If you can go back and watch it and you're like, oh, shit, that's what he meant. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's good. But you want to go into ratings then, I guess? Yeah. All right. So I really enjoyed this movie. Mm -hmm. I think that it is tons of fun. It's funny. It's uh, it's I wouldn't call it scary. Right. Yeah. I'll say it's scare adjacent mm -hmm. because that moment of them killing the surf Nazis. Right. Was really fucking good. It was a lot. Did it kind of make anybody else think of trick or treat? Yes, now that you mention it. Like, I wonder if that was kind of a nod yeah. to the Lost Boys. In the woods and everything? I mean, they're not vampires, but right, it, right. like the vibe felt like it to me. The fire, the... Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, that's really The song good. playing and... Yeah. yeah. Run DMC and... Yeah. <laughs> uh, Backseat. <laughs> <laughs> that's what Greg would have wanted. <laughs> um, I think the cinematography is fantastic. It is. I'm honestly like this film is shot so well mm -hmm. and the lighting, the shadows, the color. It's fantastic. I like the performances. Uh, I think that they're actually you. You wouldn't think um, the Lost Boys, but their performances are pretty committed. Yeah, yeah they are. Like it's oh, they're yeah. really good. Um, I love the adherence to vampire lore. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the fact that they respect it and they're trying to follow it in a way that makes sense. Because when a movie breaks its own rules. Yeah. That, that really, really upsets annoying. me. I will say I will take a lot of your explanations as far as like the mirror and all that stuff. Because coming into this, I was like, why the fuck? Why is yeah. that? <laughs> but all right. That's fair. But on the negative side, I think some of the motivations of the Lost Boys and Star are a little lost on me. Mm -hmm. um, are we trying to turn or eat Michael? Right. Are we? Uh, yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes to both. Um, and what of Laddie? What yeah, is Laddie is a real problem. Yeah. <laughs> I think seeing him on the back of the milk carton, it was a shocking moment. Right. But then I'm like, oh, wait. So then he was turned like last week. Yeah. yeah. Well, then why do they need a new lost boy? Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't Michael. know. Michael, there's just a lot of questions that he brings up. I would have preferred that maybe, you know what? It honestly could have been a twist as well if Laddie was the head vampire, but that's not going to. 
You, yeah. you can't stake a kid, dude. No, you can't. <laughs> they weren't going to do that. Not in 1987. But um, no, the twist with Max is perfect. Yeah. yeah. Like, don't mess with that. But I would have liked some explanation of Laddie mm-hmm. better than what we got. And all the missing people posters. Right. Are they all just being eaten or are they also vampires? Because fucking grandpa, he says all the damn vampires. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't say that damn family of vampires. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so is there more? Do we smell a sequel? I know there was supposed to be. Yeah, I read that Schumacher wanted to make the Lost Girls. That's neat, and it never happened. Well, they did make two like straight to DVD sequels. Yeah, I heard they're not good. Never seen them. I've never seen them mm-hmm. either. Corey Feldman's in both of them. Aww. All right, and I think that um, Newlander. I forget his first name. Alan Frog. He's in the second one. Yeah. All right. And there's a cameo from Corey Haim, I believe, in the first Aww. one. Okay. But um. Maybe we'll get to him someday. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure we will. But again, I mean, it was a lot of fun. Those uh, th- problems in my mind aside, right? Yeah. I had a great time. But for me, out of 10 second shelf sodas, <laughs> because I think honestly, if there was more nostalgia involved for me, I think it would bump up probably like a whole point yeah. for, sure. for me. But for me in this moment, out of 10 second shelf sodas, I'm going to give the Lost Boys 7.5 second shelf sodas out of 10. I enjoyed the hell out of this movie. Yeah. Um, I'll probably, not even probably, I will watch this more. Oh, no, yeah. Because yeah. it's a ton of fun. Yeah. But I will now open the floor to you. So for me, like I said earlier, I did see this a lot as a kid. Yeah. Uh, as a teenager. Uh, you know what I mean? This movie's always been there. Mm-hmm. And it is kind of like a child's play you know what I mean? For me, it's like it was always there. Yeah. Uh, so it does have a soft spot for me. And I'm like, man, I'll always love this fucking movie. For sure. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of, you know, confusion <laughs> and shit that's probably didn't need to be. Like, and I, I, yeah, <laughs> I will agree with Laddie. Laddie's there for no reason. <laughs> Unless he was in the original script and for some reason they oh, still yeah. left him there as a kid. Well, that's a fair which, point. If Star, the Star character was supposed to be a child, maybe yeah. they're like, you know what would have been cool if maybe Star like didn't want to be a full vampire and was like, yeah. I'll never be a mother. And so oh. they went out and got her a kid. And okay, that's why well she's maybe, so pretty. That would have been but, cool, but, but you know that. You've not don't know that. Filling, yeah, I'm we don't know that. Yeah. But with all that, uh, I'll be honest with you. I can overlook any mistakes that are going on here. I yeah. can uh, look past it. And I, and I, and I did. And I, I still will. <laughs> like, I'm, <laughs> it's just something that I know, like I said, that no matter what, and like your sister said, I will quote the movie. Yeah. I will say shit just for, you know what I mean? I'm like, oh shit, that's Lost Boys. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Uh, and I, so I know to me, it's, it, it stuck with me. Mm-hmm. It meant something to me for a long time. And I've, you know what I mean? I watched this movie with my cousin and uh, with his older brother. And you know what I mean? And, and I know he really likes the movie. Yeah. Um, it is a very good time. Mm-hmm. And um, saxophone dude amplifies it. Man, that's what I listen to before I go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> Just that scene. I'm like, all right, now yes. I can sleep. Um, I also still yeah. believe. <laughs> oh, you remind me on the positives. Just the full soundtrack. Yeah. yeah. And that too. The music, you know, it's great. 
Yeah. And then you telling me that about them uh, doing the whole choreography and everything around the Aerosmith and Run DMC song, yeah. that makes it so much better because it fits with what they're doing. Yeah. We're vampires. We're walking this way. We're going to eat. This is what you need to do, dude. Yeah. Check it that out and so watch true. us. This is what you are now. Yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? Whether he refused it or not. And he was like, I don't want it. This is what's happening. I didn't even catch the Me song neither. title. I was like, oh, now yeah. that you're saying that, yeah. that makes it even better. That's actually brilliant. <laughs> you you want to know? I don't know if I'm just like out of it or tired, but that gave me goosebumps. <laughs> <laughs> I felt it travel from head to toe, but that's, that is but fantastic it, work. That was really that's good. What I'm saying. Like you, I'm watching it and then seeing it now, I'm like, fuck, this is so much better. I'm yeah. able to understand more shit now and see it. And then seeing that, I was like, this is fucking great. Mm -hmm. They're showing you this is what you are. Yeah. Yeah. This is what it is, dude. Yeah. And he, they're having a blast doing it. Oh, so yeah, they like are. But <laughs> with all that, uh, and I'm fucking fanboying out over, hey, over the movie. <laughs> I love to see but it. But for me, on a scale of one to ten second shelf sodas, I'm going to give The Lost Boys a ten. <laughs> I fucking love this movie mm -hmm. and it's funny. It's and I and I do agree. It's not I I wouldn't say it's scary, yeah. but I feel like there is scary elements or like you said parts yeah. that there are, are not moments, terrifying. Yeah. yeah, moments. They're not terrifying, but as a younger kid if you're watching it and then you're like, "Oh, what oh, the hell fuck?" Yeah. Even their faces look good. Yeah. Yes. And they still look yeah, good. Yeah, and mm -hmm. to me I uh, I know your sister mentioned it earlier a little bit, but we did have a discussion about uh, vampires, how they look, I guess. I don't want to say the Twilight vampires because they're, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I don't like that. No. You know what I mean? I prefer like the Dust Till Dawn vampires. Okay. These vampires, they're normal looking. You know what I mean? They look just like us. But when for it's right time. Now. Yeah, for yeah. right now. But <laughs> when it's time to go they turn into creatures. That's what they are. Right. You don't need to be sparkly and pretty all the time and then just have fangs and it's like, grr. No, <laughs> man, grr. come on. <laughs> what the fuck? You know what I mean? It's like, are you, I, I don't know. You know what I mean? It's like, I, I don't, that. I want to be frightened. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like if the wolf man grew like a five o'clock shadow and that was it and that was it. It's like, I don't, you're a werewolf. You're the wolf yeah. Man? You're that. <laughs> it's like, are you sure? It looks like Wolverine. It's That's like, all. hold on. Look, I'll shave and it'll go right back. It's like, cool? I do that cool. too. Yeah. I, I'm not a werewolf. <laughs> what are you talking about? You sure you got bit, man? Yeah. Like, that... <laughs> but with all that, I love this movie. Right. I, I totally see why. Yeah, I, I can't follow all that. I'll yeah. just, <laughs> I think I've made uh, my opinions pretty clear. The biggest um, point of contention for me is Laddie. I don't, right, right. don't fully understand why he's there. He's there. Um, there <laughs> I had to fill in the blanks quite a bit on right. some things. But I mean, again, you're having such a good time that it doesn't like that's not what this is. It doesn't yeah. really matter. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Um, I don't have that nostalgic tie. I think that if I did, I'd be right there with you. Mm -hmm. But watching it truly for the first time in 2022, I'm surprised at how much fun I had and how much <laughs> I enjoyed it. Yeah. And I even liked it a little bit better because I watched it twice before mm -hmm. we recorded. I liked it a little better the second time. Yeah. So it's like I feel like my score would probably even go up the more yeah. that I watched it and got familiar with it and appreciated kind of the breadcrumbs that are leading up to the reveal. And, you know, it's just, it's just good. It's just fucking fun. And if yeah. you've never seen it, even though we just completely spoiled it, uh, <laughs> watch it anyway, <laughs> because it's fun. Um, but 
on a scale from one to ten second shelf sodas. That's it. I gave the Lost Boys an eight out of ten. All right. Very um, good. This is it's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. It's not a film that you're gonna walk away being like, you know, oh you know, like your your mind got yeah, melted yeah. Or, or changed or anything, <laughs> but it is it's just a fucking blast. It's yeah. a lot of fun. It's just eighties fucking gold. Oh yeah. It made me want to grease up and learn how to play the saxophone. <laughs> I was like, man, I'm greasy and I know not what I'm doing here. But, <laughs> but here I am. Yeah, got a saxophone and I want to learn. <laughs> well, that's all from us at Podmortem. What would you rate The Lost Boys and what should we watch next? Let us know on Twitter at the Podmortem. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and like us on Facebook. Be sure to follow each of us on Twitter at TravisMWH, at Blood and Smoke, and at RealStreeter84. Please consider pledging to our Patreon and stay tuned until after the music for a special thank you to our Wendigo Gitter patrons. And remember, while there's nothing wrong with trying to fit in, never let your individuality get sucked away. Until next time. Thank you for staying tuned. We want to give a very special thank you to all of our Wendigo Gitter patrons. Hey. hey. Yeah. Cross. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying that for the next fucking month, bro. No joke, dude. That's the, I it's can't. I can't stop. It's a wonder I got through the script. I was like. <laughs> if I knew how to play the saxophone. Oh, right? shit. It, it would We'd be, be unstoppable. Yeah. We'd be done. <laughs> special thank you to Chris Ontiveros, Kristen Lofton, Megan Martinez, Kimberly Bass, Sophie Hodson, Anthony Jerome M., Jordan Nash, Kent Morton, Guy54, Lala Thomas, Travis and Nisa Hunter, Miguel Myers ATX, Jennifer Perez, Pierre Lombard, Allison O'Neill, Carissa, TJ and Angie Bronson, Gabrielle Trevino, Spooky Mom, Andy Teague, Applin Ontiveros, Karima Rhodes, Antonio Huerta, Kimberly Kleindienst, Will Brown, Sydney Smith, Osvaldo Soto, Jonathan Booth, Bobby Holmes, Donna Eason, J.D. Rizak, Molly Gerhardt, Armand Spasto, Aaron Aguirre, Eggie, William Berry, Brittany Ramatar, Charity Oxner, Amanda Six, Mandy Rainwater, Eden, Jordan Roberts, Dylan, Melissa Sierra, Holly Bryan, Jordan Blevins, Michelle Moore, Liz Heath, Spencer Montalvo, Pancake the Panda, John Ramos, Michael Newding, Alexis Roberts, Dan Laveau, Itzy M., Gary Horton, Amanda Aliff, Leisha Olivier, Kate Lamp, Carlos and Sydney, Jessica Hunter, Helena Rudder, Alan Johnston, Mariah, Livy Fun, Mandy M., Scott Troutman, Towton Watson, Mozzie Bear, Brittany G., Dave Burke, Adrian Stakes, Craig Kowalski, Daniel McGinnis, Nick Spill, Emma Hagel Kissinger, Ashley Weidman, Angelica Cornelius Witt, Valerie G., JSL, Emiliana, Brian Glass, CB, Maya Noches, Taylor Santana, and Will Lewison. Thank you all so much. Yes. yes thank you. Woo! Walk this way. I don't know. I, was like I don't know. I was almost feeling like we're at a party and like there's music playing. Yeah. <laughs> well, lot, all these people are invited. Exactly. Yeah. Very yeah. much. I do want to say that we appreciate you all for your incredible support, and I want to let you all know you are all. Fantastic! Nah, yeah. I got ripped on for my buttons. But yeah. That's great. Well, we probably came up with it together. <laughs> <laughs> Until next time. <laughs>